we are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. It has taken a while. Well, let's First of all, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big Ugly. And we have a very special guest who I'm going to introduce once again, because it's been a while since I've introduced him, in just a second. But i got to say, Mother Nature has effed us over on this podcast so many times. Um, Big Ugly, we've been trying to do this. But it has snowed, it has iced, it has been cold, Big Ugly. But we did it. We made it. We're here. Finally, man. Finally, the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast has come back to the mansion. Not the Mansion 2.0, just the Mansion 1.0. Yeah, we'll get back to 2.0. We're going to do it. On next podcast, man. Maybe the next podcast. But right now, on this podcast, I want to introduce a man who I respect greatly, who has come all the way from his palatial mansion uh, in Angel Grove, California. <laughs> he has been known as so many different things, but he I, I, I just know him as TJ. He is the Prince of Pop Style. He is the man. He is not the Prince of Pop Style anymore. What are you? TJ Sykes. I know you're TJ Sykes. And you just telling me to go on? I, I, vamp? No. Do your, do your research. <laughs> I've done my do research. Because everything you said right there was completely wrong. No, it wasn't. Completely wrong. No, outside of my name, TJ. That's all I know. Wait a minute, no I said longer, I respect I am, you greatly. I am no longer from Angel Grove, California. My, but you my were. Friend. I was. At one point in time, I was. That was a past life. I'm from the kingdom of Charm City now. I'm the Red Prince. The Prince of Pop Style is dead and gone, my friend. It's a new era. It's a new me. It's a new TJ. I like that, that guy kicked me in the face. Right, yeah. <laughs> The Red Prince never kicked me in the face. Yeah. So we can let that go. We can let that go. However, I'm, I'm a little offended right off the get-go. Man, now, don't be offended. Now, there's a there's a Mansion 2.0. There is a Mansion that I 2.0. Haven't, that I have not been invited to. Yeah, we only christened it one time so far. So far. So, yeah, we're going to get back. And, and I'm sure you'll, you'll be, be welcomed, yes. Big Ugly. I think you'll welcome. Yeah, Give me the welcome. location. Yes. <laughs> and the key. <laughs> the key. Yeah. And the key, please. Man. You'll get the location. <laughs> <laughs> well, TJ, regardless, yes, the Red Prince. Yes, it is all over the social media, your social media. You are here, and you are still TJ Sykes. I am still TJ Sykes. And now you are the Red Prince, and now you have been and currently are the Baltimore Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. That is correct. See, I told you, I do my International research. International heavyweight champion. So that's what friend. it is. So the Baltimore Championship Wrestling International Heavyweight Champion. You know, at one point, I think Jeff Jarrett had his hands on that title. We're not going to speak of Jeff Jarrett. Oh, okay. We're, we're not. Gonna, we're going to talk about Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> that, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different podcast altogether. Oh, I, I want Jeff Jarrett right now, right here, right now, please, please. Man, I'll tell you what, big ugly. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen TJ. Yeah, we, we used to see him as far as it goes to EWA Pro Wrestling. You remember that? Yes. Way back in the day? I know, man. It feels so long ago now. Doesn't it, yeah. though? But yeah. It was like just earlier this year. It was year. technically yeah, yeah, like earlier this year. Yeah. Eight months ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much has changed. So much has happened in the past eight months. Man, so tell us what's been going on these past eight months, man. Just give us a rundown. Been sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping? That's a long sleep. You've been hibernating. Hibernating for a little, little bit. Kind of try to get through this weather. Oh, oh you want something specific? Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I've been doing I've been doing this thing called uh, professional wrestling. For uh, maybe you've heard of it. Man, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm just starting to learn it just a little bit. But uh, yeah, just I'm just grinding. That, that's that's all, all I can do. 
Keep on grinding. Keep on striving, man. Yeah, man. So I heard you uh, did some overseas work. So tell us about uh, that. Yeah, I, I did a thing. <laughs> did a thing. <laughs> did a thing. Um, I, was, I was very lucky enough uh, to travel over to the United Kingdom mm. and wrestle uh, a few times in England. And it was uh, hands down the greatest experience of my life. Like it was, it was an emotional ride. Like anyone who knows me knows, like that was the number one place that I've always wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I knew All, that. Always wanted to go to England. Always wanted to wrestle there. Always had a great respect for uh, their their professional wrestling and everything. And it was just, it was just a great experience altogether. And, hey, and I got the sightsee. I got, I got the sightsee, and that that was probably uh, just it's second under the wrestling part. So mm-hmm. everything over there was just amazing. So. I- as far as wrestling over there goes, because I don't, I never watch any of their programming, right? And I didn't even see the UK leave. <laughs> leave I know it's sad. I didn't see the UK tournament. But how does how does it differ? Like what? Like you you have a great respect for them. Like how did you start getting into, you know, their style of wrestling? And what is the difference over there? Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna start with the uh, second question. The difference of it. My world got completely flipped upside down going over there. Like, see, to us up is down to them, like, left is right, it was, everything was just flipped completely, so I mm. had to adjust for a little while, uh, whether, it was, whether it was the money, the, uh, um, just the way that they do things, like, I, I just felt like an outsider completely, <laughs> but they, they try to make me feel like home, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, the wrestling part, how I got into it, honestly, like, I couldn't put my finger on the exact point uh like i'd probably have to say it started with william regal ah. uh william regal fit finley uh guys like that their their style was just hard hitting and to the point it wasn't it wasn't pretty it was just effective and i've always loved that style so would you compare it to like the japanese like you know the japanese are known for being just stiff mm, you know yeah. is that the uk style of wrestling too like a just very um, not exactly. Okay. Uh, the UK, they're very technical. Like, they, like holds. A lot of grappling. A lot of grappling. A lot of chains. Oh, yeah, yes. And it's just, to me, that's just the true art form of professional wrestling. Like, you, you're, it, it's, it's a blank canvas, and they're just, they're just creating art with the grappling and the chaining and everything. It was just, it was just, it's more amazing to me than any type of flips or anything like that. So that's that's how I got into that style. Now, how did you adapt to that? Because I know you can do the technical ground mm-hmm. game chain, but you're you're very much a striker. You can be a flyer. So uh, how did you adapt to that when you were competing over there? Well, it was it, uh, adapting wise. Honestly, like like I can I can do that. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It didn't take much. Just because like I I don't like being set in just one type of a. Uh, Type of wrestling style. Oh no! I, I just feel like I, I'm the all around guy. I can, I can grapple. I can fly. I can, I can do whatever is need, needed of me. So it wasn't a big adjustment really, but okay. it was just it was more of the one style, and it was it was perfect thing for me. So that's good. Yeah. Did they run shows kind of the same way we do over here, as far as only an independent level? You know, booking from a lot of different promotions and then getting all a bunch of guys together and then you know putting together a card, putting together a show, and then running a three-hour pretty, show. Pretty much, pretty much. There was a, there was always a show. There was a show every week. Really, <laughs> like Friday, Saturday, Sunday was always a show every single week. Whether it's the same promotion run, running all the time, it was it was uh, it was a lot different than. Are like ours because one people like run maybe once a month, yeah, maybe twice. They're all month long, so just keeps on going. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's good. We need. So to I stayed. So I stayed busy pretty much. <laughs> so that's what's up. You stayed busy. I did. How was the food over there? 
A lot of potatoes. For <laughs> <laughs> A lot, a lot of potatoes and every style of potato, like imaginable, <laughs> like mashed, boiled, just it, just everything. Like there was, like but just mashed potatoes for them is like just a side of fries. Like that we would have, they would just have it as a side for everything. So I feel like, but that it was, was good. That it, scene it was good. Gump when uh, he talked about all the shrimp, I feel yeah. like you could do that about <laughs> oh, yeah. potatoes. You got baked potatoes. No, I, potatoes. I had to have. Fish and chips. Yeah, I, I had to have it, and it was delicious. Yeah. So are there chips? Is it just like fries? Yeah, fries. It's yeah, fries. fries. Okay. Yes. Uh, potatoes. Right. More potatoes. Yeah, more, more potatoes. potatoes. Right. <laughs> yeah. The food was good though. A lot of sausages as well. Mm-hmm. Potatoes and sausages. Lord have mercy. Like <laughs> <laughs> cholesterol. <laughs> That's great. Well, hey, we're gonna talk a lot more about TJ and TJ's overseas trip. TJ, what he's doing in the U.S. of A. right now. And but before we get to that, I have a request. Uh, that, that, you have a request, okay? Uh, it's, it's not what you're thinking. It's it's something completely different. Okay. Uh, a few times ago, when I was I was here, probably I don't know, two times ago, I I asked for a specific song or uh, a genre to be thrown into the uh, mix of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I have another request. Okay. Just because I, I played it like six times on the way here. Okay. Mark Morrison's Return of the Mac. All right, we are taking notes now. Mark Morrison. Mark Morrison. Return of the Mac. I don't think I know that song. You, I know you do. I, I, I guarantee you, you do. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Why would I know? Is this on a movie or something? It's it's just a classic. It's song. a classic. Okay, I don't even know who Mark Morrison is. <laughs> I mean, you know? you, listen, I don't really know. <laughs> I just know the song. I don't even know what he looks like, but apparently yeah. he's a Mac. So, listen, I respect that. Return of the Mac. Are you familiar with this? Uh, I'm, I'm about on, to be Mikey, familiar with it. Mikey. I'm sure I am. That's that's not totally it. not it. That's an ad. <laughs> we're gonna skip the ad. Mikey. And we're gonna go you to normally this. know. Oh. oh wait, I know this song. I, I knew you would. I knew you I would. know this song uh, as well. I just didn't know yeah. the names associated. That's what I'm talking about. See, I'm down with uh, TJ's world. <laughs> Since I've never known TJ about that, seven that, years that ago. Is, that is my hype song before every match. Yeah. So, it gets me in the mood. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, you know I, know, I, I know yeah. that, Jack. Okay, all right, all right. I know that, Jack. I just didn't know the names associated. <laughs> yeah, that's me tight. either. Me either. Okay, cool. With social media, that's what we get out of that. We can put over YouTube. You know, we can put over iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. You know we can put them over, too, because you need to like us and follow us at Dirty Ugly Wrestling. Yeah. To hear this, TJ, you've been on our podcast so many times now. We appreciate you. But not enough to be invited to the Mansion 2.0. You had Big we, Ugly. Yeah, we're going to get you there, man. Uh, Trust me, I, I got mean, you. Can I even yeah. sit, can I sit in your special chair? I don't feel that special until I sit in that chair. Well, you can, but I'm I mean, putting that's you on really the spot far away from the I microphone. Am, I yeah. am I am putting you on the spot right here, right now. Before you leave, you can have sixty seconds at least in the chair <laughs> because that's really far away from the microphone because it wouldn't make sense. But check this out. Uh, we're going to talk about so many things on this podcast. We're going to we we haven't done a podcast for a while because of this weather. You know, holiday season. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas and Happy Kwanzaa to everybody and Happy New Year, all y'all. 
But we're going to talk about Survivor Series. A Hanukkah, uh, Hanukkah. Why am I forgetting Hanukkah? I'm not. Eight days of the year. That's great. Wait, is eight it over? Crazy <laughs> nights. Uh, eight crazy nights. <laughs> we might still be in the middle of Hanukkah, depending okay. on when you're listening to this podcast. Right, yeah. um, but we got Survivor Series. We got NXT War Games. We got Raw SmackDown Tribute to the Troops. NXT on USA. We got the Clash of the Champions. It's going to happen very shortly after this podcast, actually. And we're going to oh. talk about all oh. kinds of stuff. But first... When TJ Sykes, the Red Prince, the Red Prince, walked in here today, he told us about something that I've seen on social media. Big Ugly, you ain't seen it yet. No, ma'am. What, what is But this? we're excited to uh, pop this because uh. it has been shared. So it is the holiday season, right? And one of the biggest holiday movies of all time. Best. No, 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 no. Uh-oh. Bring it up. The best Holiday movie. You know, the best movie, period. And I don't care. Someone fight me on that. It's my fa- all-time favorite movie. Go ahead. Plug it away. Home Alone. Starring the one and only Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin! So, who would have ever thought... That is a classic, man. Right. I just watched the second one. The, the, the second one is one the best. Yeah. Home Alone 2 is my Lost all-time favorite movie. Yeah, absolutely. Tim Curry with the light above yeah. his head. Oh, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bingo. I love you. <laughs> Absolutely. I can, I can repeat that movie forwards and backwards any time of the week. Credit okay? card? No problem. <laughs> I believe you, but my Tommy gun. <laughs> don't, oh. don't get me started. But we're going we're gonna to jump out. We're going to jump back because we have seen that uh, not too far away in the U.S. of A. I think it was on the West Coast, I believe, TJ. California. California, IA. Where you used to live, Angel Grove, California. Ha! Oh, yes. Private residence. Thank you. Um... So there was, uh, I believe it was Swaggle, and now he's called Horn Swaggle or whatever his name is. Um, can, can we just touch on that name real quick? That that is such, just a pimp name. Well, you just okay. took the horn out and just made him Swaggle. Swaggle. <laughs> Swaggle. So, all right. So there, there was a little bit of a match going on, and uh, why don't you take this away? Because I the video is fantastic. You got to watch the video on YouTube or Facebook. TJ, why don't you tell us what happened? Macaulay Culkin. From what I saw, it was the world's greatest uh, world. I'm sorry, world's cutest tag team. Right. Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan. Right. Dick Justice was in there as Santa Claus, and there's <laughs> Swaggle, formerly known Horn Swaggle. Not sure who the other team team was. Right. But they were charging at um, charging at one another at some point in time. Macaulay Culkin, the man, pulls out a bucket of looks looks like ping pong balls yes. or whatever it was, rolls it in the ring, and they slip and fall. <laughs> Classic Harry and Marr from Home Alone 2. Perfect. Just completely perfect. Smashing them in the face with uh, the pa- the uh, metal pail cans. Yeah, he actually stood just, up on the, the t- second just, turnbuckle and yeah. took a rope with a pail on the end of it and swung, swung it. Swung it and hit dude in the head. Ah. That part I saw, I didn't see him pour the uh, the balls into the ring. He though. did, okay. and the other two took the, the like you said, the Harry and Marv yeah. bump. And he did a splash. McCulloch, well, he did. He, he, did he tried. He, did. he tried, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and also the fact that he was wearing a Roddy Piper shirt. So let's he was. Just, everything about that video, if you haven't seen it, please find it. Please check it out. To me, it's the greatest thing ever because it's just two of my favorite all-time things, Home Alone and professional wrestling, mixed into one great ball of... I'm not going to say great ball of fire, but you know what Hey, they canceled that pay-per-view name for next year. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they had it this year. You remember great uh, balls of fire? Uh, Come uh, on, man. Uh, what, what, what was that? Uh, was that? Did that take the place of Elimination Chamber this year? Mm-mm. What was it? No. Uh, Fastlane? It used to be Fastlane. No? Can we just bring back Insurrection? 
That would be good. That was an overseas one, right? Yeah. Can we, can we just bring back the old ones from like 2000, 2003, please? It'd be fantastic. Some of them are here. So some of them are not. But uh, Great Balls of Fire is no more. That was on my list, actually, good. of things that happened. But mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin, the Home Alone spot, that was beautiful. That was, that was cool. If you're an indie wrestling promoter, book Macaulay Culkin. Please. My tag team partner. Please. <laughs> For the love of God, book TJ Sykes and Macaulay Culkin as a tag team. Welcome. I'm telling you. Hey, I want to throw... <clears throat> I'm going to go a little backwards. Uh, I want to put a shout-out to the friends and family and everybody who knew this man, Dave Arbogast unfortunately, yes. uh, passed away in the last couple of weeks. Dave mm-hmm. Arbogast, uh, Maryland State Athletic Commission. He was a fantastic guy, uh, mm-hmm. you know, awesome. Worked with him a lot of shows. So did you, TJ. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was just sad to see that he had uh, he had passed on. So shout out definitely to the friends and family, condolences. Uh, and it was great, too. As a ring announcer, I always got to get him heat. Because yeah. every time at the beginning of the show, I would announce this show is signed and sanctioned by the Maryland State Athletic Commission. Boo, yeah. yeah. Of course, a boo. He would get booed. Now, now, a couple last couple times I worked with him earlier this year, actually, he got popped. Which was weird when I mentioned the man. Because Dave, Dave, Dave was the man. Dave was the man. Dave was the man. It was always great to work with and always hanging backstage with the doc and, and everybody else and making sure our shows were going smoothly. So shout out to Dave, our guest. Um, so, yeah, got to throw that out there. Um, hey, guess what? What? Guess what? What? Rich Swan got busted. I'm st- while we're on the kind of low tip, I want to kind of take it back up by using this one right here. <laughs> you go. T- how does this take? It, it takes back it back up, up because you he know, made Baltimore look bad, man. What doesn't uh, make Baltimore look bad <laughs> at this point? You know what I'm saying? We got we got teenagers, you know, popping kids in the head at, at the uh, the Inner Harbor, and uh, anyway. That's but true. Rich Swan is a fantastic performer. Let's not take this away from absolutely, him. Absolutely, absolutely, man. DJ, yeah. you look like you want to say something. I, I you know Rich Swan. I, I, I don't know him personally. I met him on a few occasions. Yeah, he he was always just like an amazing person. Yeah, just to, just to talk to. And I was I was completely shocked over that. And like I I have kind of that mind of like denial at first. Like uh, no no no, that, there's got to be more to that, more to that story, stuff yeah. like that. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still like that. I'm like there has to be something else here, like that because it just. It just did not seem like something that he would do. And that's the exact way I felt. Um, and I, I felt the same way, like, in denial. But now, you know, with the witnesses coming forward and saying, like, you know, from seeing what happened, I mean, the likelihood is, you know, he probably did, you know, make some inappropriate actions. But, you know, it's like I never met Rich Swan, you know, ever. Um, but when you look at him and you see him on TV, it's like that does not seem like the kind of guy that would right. do yeah. the things that they were saying he would do, you know. And it's not even just, like, like just seeing him on, like, on television, because of course, characters that you don't know what what they are, but like actually meeting yeah. and talking to them, like outside of that, like that that just a hundred percent did not seem like yeah Rich Swan yeah, and it was it's heartbreaking and still just shocking that like this whole thing came about. Same here. I, I met him a couple occasions as well. I got to uh, kind of pass him backstage a couple times, and, and just he was always cool to me. I mean, I'm just a lowly referee, lowly ring announcer, you know, in the, in the beginning of my career, and he was still very cool, shook my hand, you know, have a good time, have fun, you know, things like that. He was always cool to me. Now, do you guys think that this is a deal breaker for him because it was like kind of a domestic dispute? And even if he gets cleared criminally, you know, with charges, does WWE take a guy like that back? You know, I mean, he isn't a top guy or anything. Do they take the chance on some? Um, 
I mean, I hate to be the downer, but I'd probably say no. He's done. Yeah. If he yeah, was and, and like, if uh, he was making the money, I mean, like you, you know that they they overlook different things if they're making money. Right. So many people have come yeah. back and have been. But when was the last time the something like this right happened? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's Rich Swan. He's two hundred five <laughs> live. He wasn't, you know, big money maker like huge over for the company. So and he could have things. He could have been. I believe. I I truly believe he could have been. Yeah. Like if put in the right light. But is it telling that they suspended him indefinitely instead of releasing him? Like when when Paige got caught stealing, they immediately released her. You know, before taking her back, but they technically have not ended his contract yet. No. Paige? Well, Paige I mean not had... Paige. I'm sorry. I, I'm talking Emma. about Emma. I'm going to say Emma. Yeah. I'm sorry, Emma. Okay. Yeah. Not Paige. Well, she, pa- wasn't, she wasn't released from the stealing. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I thought they fired her like right after she got caught stealing um, from that Walmart. I think she they was. Released I think her. she was suspended. She was suspended. I think she. Yeah, she was. Okay. Suspended. They did the same thing that they did to Rich Swan, suspended indefinitely, and then they just exercised their right to release a contract. Okay. So as far as I know. But the same thing, zero tolerance. And whether you get caught stealing or you get caught in a domestic dispute, whatever it is, is zero tolerance by WWE. I'm I'm actually really shocked about Paige. Yeah, that's another one, but that's interesting that you brought that up because she's back on TV now. Yeah, uh, good and really good for her. I really had no idea when we were going to ever see her again. She she had a social media presence in in, in, uh, NC-17 rated material. But I I think that they had to let her back because that was simply a case of cyberbullying. So Mm, how can you punish somebody? You as a company don't look good if you punish your employee for them being cyberbullied. You you know what I mean? Well, also the thing with the uh, NXT women's title. Yeah. That, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> NXT Women's Title. Like, Talk more uh, about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't want It's not that kind of podcast. Well. <laughs> well um, was it in the videos? That, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was in some of those NC-17 videos that we're talking about. So. I'm happy she's back. I, I really hey, am happy she's back. I think Paige is, is very revolutionary. I think it's great. I think it's great that all six, and that was actually on my list too, there's uh, six new or upcoming women that three on each roster kind of playing the same gimmick on either show, you know, mm. very similar. Um, With Absolution and... Uh, Which is a cool name. What's the SmackDown one? Uh, Riot Squad or something like that. It's, Riot, it's Ruby Riot. Really? Yeah. Not Riot City. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, the, the thing is, I... I I haven't caught up on the the women in the uh, SmackDown uh, on Smack. I haven't caught up on SmackDown over the past couple. couple yeah, weeks. that was uh, yeah, Ruby Smack- Riot. Yeah, SmackDown's Ru- been a little dry for me, so I'm gonna say. And yeah. a couple of others. Oh, I, I just ha- I just been busy, so that, yeah. that was that was the reason. But the you're fact, busy. Yeah, that's what you do. I, I just I will hope it's just an it's an all it's all about all three women on the Raw and SmackDown, not yeah. just one person. Not, not it just, is just being Paige's group mm-hmm. or. Uh, Ruby Riot's group, mm-hmm. but it's just a one faction. Like, yeah. well, I mean, the pa- Absolution has—I wouldn't say it's been Paige's group. But I mean, she has been the mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. you haven't really heard from uh, what's Mandy the, Rose. Mandy is Rose, one. right? I mean, until the other until other things are seen, I'm calling it Paige's group. <laughs> yeah, until other things are seen. But it's new women to shake up the women's roster on both shows, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, I still am going to just throw this out there right now while we're talking about it. I want to see a women's Royal Rumble match. I, oh, yeah. There's you know, enough. <laughs> my, uh, there, there's enough. Maybe not even for 30. You could make 30 out of 25. The, 25 or 20 and make it like every 60 or 90 seconds. Make a ro- women's Royal. It's a four-hour pay-per-view. Why not? So you think that they You think they could fit that in? I mean. I think so. 
The first ever Women's Royal Rumble. That would have Royal to cut off some singles matches, though. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the singles matches that they will have will be of great consequence, such as Brock Lesnar defending his Universal Championship against either Braun Strowman or Kane, or both, mm. at this point. And then Brock... I, I used to love the idea of the Royal Rumble winner can choose whichever brand. I like that. That was, I, I always loved that because you never you never knew. They, right. They they made they would make it a big thing of like uh, remember uh, what was it Batista? Mm-hmm. What was it, what was the last time Batista, Chris Benoit? Uh, that never happened. Two thousand four. Right. Nope, never happened. About, about that. Uh, <laughs> I was there. It never happened. You were the, you were there? Yes, I was there. Oh, were you there? I wasn't there. Oh, well, I was there oh. in Philly. Apparently we're going to be there. In we're going to be back. Yeah, yeah, okay. back in Philly in January. Yeah, no Chris Benoit this time. No. But no, okay. But yeah, I know what you're saying, TJ. So mm-hmm. the winner of the Royal Rumble, you know, when they had the brand split, Raw mm-hmm. and SmackDown, whoever won, you could choose whichever championship you wanted to right. go after. So whoever wins this Royal Rumble mm-hmm. theoretically could go after the Universal Title or the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. That would say, you know what, I want to go after this title, so I'm going to end up doing this, and it could be a different. And, and the same, and actually, the same for the Money in the Bank. True. That like you never know which show they would show up on. Now it's I, I don't like the fact that it's just on one show. Yeah. That uh, it's, it's uh, it takes away the uh, just the uniqueness to me. Like it just it takes it away. But. No, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Who do we think? Let's just throw this out there now. Who's gonna win the Royal Rumble as of right now? Who is gonna win the Royal Rumble? Big Ugly. Put <laughs> oh, you on the spot. Um, you did put me on spot, and I, I hadn't even thought this far out. Um, is is like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Who's, uh, uh, who's Roman Reigns. Really? Man, if they do that in Philly again, I don't know if they would riot this time. It could be. You never know. What do you think, TJ? I feel like they... I'm sorry, real quick. I just feel like they have to get to Reigns versus Lesnar for WrestleMania. Okay. How else do you get there besides him winning Royal Rumble? Unless... I don't think he Lesnar. should have... I don't think he should have the Intercontinental Championship on him. If that was the plan, fine. Whatever. That's, that's what you want to do. But like, why just put... The Intercontinental Championship on him, and I like his run. By the way, so far he's been having some fantastic matches. Yeah, and I'm, I'll never take anything away away from what I'm just like. But if if that is the goal to put him back in the main event for what the fourth time is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Okay, <clears throat> but don't just throw the Intercontinental strap on him. No, I don't. I don't think he's going to win the Royal Rumble this time. I think he should have a run with this IC deal. Uh, eventually, he's going to lose it, and I think it will end up whatever Ro- Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar somehow, some fashion at WrestleMania. But I still, I'm going to stick with this. He's out right now, but he should be coming back just enough time. The Miz, the Miz has had a fantastic mm-hmm. 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, he's out doing a movie right now, and his wife is pregnant. 2016 and 2017, I think the Miz. Actually, yeah, but yeah. last two Miz, years, as a matter of fact. So Miz should have won the Rumble. So last you think time. they're going to put Miz in the main, in the top of the card now? Because he's kind of been in that IC mm-hmm. range for a very long time now. So you think they're finally going to? I think he deserves it. I would like mm-hmm. it, man. Mm-hmm. He did it back in 27, and I think he deserves another shot at the run at the main belt. And he, whether he sticks in it or not, I, um, I think. I think is I think this is the perfect time. Yeah, like he is his character. This character is fully developed. Like his mic skills are through the roof. Like it just absolutely every, everything is like in order. Like every everything is right there. Like put put it on him. This is this is his now. But with that. If, if that, no, go ahead. 
No, no, I was just going to say, with that said, do you think it's, if, if let's say he's a guy that they're looking to elevate, is it smart to take him out of the picture right now to go do, you know, some WWE studio movie? You know, he had him the Miz Mirage a, and Him stuff. being a surprise for the Royal Rumble. Absolutely. That's what I see. Him showing up and now, I came to play, and you hear that? And you think because of the way they've been doing it, maybe it's going to be... Um, the Miztourage coming out, but it's not the Miztourage. Or they do come out, and then the Miz flanks, and then comes out, and then there's the Miz. Oh, what a surprise. And he wins it. I think that would pop hard in Philly. I think mm-hmm. that would be great. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a couple of other people, possibly, that you could have. Roman Reigns is always a good backup. You know, if he wins the Royal Rumble, it makes sense. Samoa Joe. Um, you got all these other guys coming up. What about AJ Finn Balor? Styles, Finn Balor. You know, they could make a case to push anybody at this point, but we just don't know. Mm-hmm. You never know. These storylines happen so quickly. Selfishly, I would, I would love Dean Ambrose to win. Selfishly. Hey, he could have. He was one of the last two. In, uh, the last I would also like there. to see a, a heel Dean Ambrose. But. I think that, I think that <laughs> we should definitely get, to, get there. I mean, he's been doing his face thing for what? When did the okay. shield end? Like 2015? 14. 14? 14? Yeah, a couple yeah. years now. So I think he's due for a heel. Well, time. Rollins turned heel and. You know, turned against the shield last time. Maybe this time Ambrose will do it. They shouldn't like, I, do that, man. Not another turn on. They should just let it slowly like dissolve out and have them do their own separate matches. And you know, just I, like I like him as a face, but a heel Dean Ambrose like from from the first shield run, it's perfect. Yeah, like he was he was killer on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 could do it. I th- I think it it would be. A great just revamping of, of Dean his, his character and everything like that so yeah. I think we so obviously him. I would like him yeah. I would love for him but he still gets huge pops though yeah so. he does and here's the thing I, 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 this is why I think a turn is necessary right because you don't just want it just to die out and then you just expect it right Cause who, who expected the uh, Seth turn who ex- like everyone everyone thought like it was going to be Dean the, the way it was looking yeah and then right. they swerved us they swerved everyone yeah. Didn't didn't see that see, didn't see that coming. So I mean, I would I would really would just like for him to change now, like while his face run is still huge. Man, I, I would love to I, I would love to see Ambrose turn. Uh, mm-hmm. Just I, we need another big strong heel. You know, mm-hmm. somebody to take that uh, top spot as a heel. That would mm-hmm. be good. Um, uh, maybe on SmackDown, maybe switch them shows, you know, because Raw. I, I hate it that they switch. Raw them back. is overstacked yeah. right now. Hey, yeah. we got a surprise, guys. Hold on, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we have a surprise coming in. Uh, hello, welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Hey, Mike, this is Chris Burns. Are you still stuck in the mansion? Uh, actually, I was calling to let you know that I finally made one. Finally made my way out. He made it out. <laughs> Big Congrats, ugly. What Chris. do you think about that? <laughs> It's almost been a year, but congrats. Almost, <laughs> yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. Well, well, congratulations on making it way up, but I think you left some stuff behind, though. What? Well, I mean, uh, I see in one of the rooms here that we use to get towards where we're doing the podcast right now, uh, there's 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 uh, some keys here. Son of a... <laughs> Man, so, so you need to, I think you need to go get where you're going. You should come back and get that. Alright, I'm coming back. <laughs> but don't get lost again. Just come, you know, follow the map, you know, follow the security guards. You know, they are here because we do have another special guest here um, on the podcast. Uh, so we have security guards, so so follow them in. I'll see if I can find more of them. <laughs> Alright, Chris, anything else you want to say uh, to the uh, Dirty Ugly Wrestling listeners about uh, anything that you're doing right now? Or uh, the holidays are coming up, anything that we can do for you? Uh, right now, i got to go get my keys. <laughs> or I'm doing anything else. 
All right. Well, hey, if you have any trouble, you know where to call, okay? I'll see you in a little while. All right, Chris. Thanks. Wow. So he made his way out. But he forgot his keys, man. Yeah, so he's got to come back. Yeah. You remember Chris Burns? Of course. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. I, I wasn't I wasn't sure if uh, you, you wanted to say anything or we wanted to keep that little kayfabe. I didn't know. I, but, I didn't uh, know what to say. <laughs> but, so, so here's what happened. Because I know you, you've listened to the podcast before. So Chris Burns was a guest on our podcast. Okay. And, uh, you know, apparently when he was a guest on our podcast, he got lost in the mansion. Um, so, so you're keeping prisoners here now? No, no, it's not prisoners. You know, the mansion is clean, as you can see. I mean, see. if you knew he was stuck here, you could have helped him out. We, we tried. We, we said, you know, follow the light and uh, make your way to the doors and everything like that. And he was seemed like yeah. he found his way to one of my kitchens. because yeah, from the last time we talked to him. Yeah. 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 And that was in November. You've changed, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened? I, I love you. Found why, your land to the why, why are you? Why are you keeping people in your basement now? No, I don't so, do so that. that. That's a that's yeah. a desert storm. Thing. Supremacy woke him. Speaking <laughs> of desert storm, I'm ripping out the macho man. Macho man. You know, uh, you did another thing. I did. I did a thing. TJ. I did. I did a thing. So, <laughs> on social media, where you're going to plug yourself at the end of the show, where you but can find everybody, of Twitter course. and Facebook and everything else, um, there was a picture hmm? that was posted by uh, Mr. Behind the Storm himself, Brian S. Gamble. And it was with, uh, with you. And uh, it happened to say you did a thing. You were wearing some shirts. You know what those shirts said? MCW Pro Wrestling. Oh, yeah. I did I'm, uh, there was another picture I'm going to get to in a minute, but uh, let's talk about that yeah, one first. Please explain. I'm, TJ? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know yet. MCW is a, a fantastic pro wrestling promotion, probably the biggest uh, in Maryland, probably one of the biggest on this coast, uh, and you might have your foot in the door. I don't know. <laughs> All you can say is just uh, follow MarylandWrestling.com. Get on there. Exactly. And you'll see what happens. Check them out, because uh, Brian S. Gamble is, uh, you know, good friend of ours as well. Brian he's Scott. Brian, <laughs> Brian Scott. He's uh, behind the scenes. He's doing their uh, video and editing, and he actually made his debut uh, in a battle royal there not too long ago. Yeah, but yeah that guy. That guy. But, uh, you know, you did another thing. I, I keep doing things, TJ, man. you just, keep doing things. I keep doing things. So in this uh, Baltimore Championship Wrestling, this yeah. BCW. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us what happened there? Uh, you, you were there. Uh, I, I was there. I've been there for a little while. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me what happened. All I know is, uh, you know, there was there was a desert storm sighting. And, uh, it's like it, a wild Pokemon, isn't it? It looked <laughs> Storminator. Um, storm Shazer or something. That's I don't a, know. That is an awful name. Stormblazer. Um, but, uh, you know, it looked like there might have been a head-to-head confrontation, but no, there was, uh, there was a little teamwork happening there. There was a little teamwork happening there. That is correct. Well, and so it seems like Storm and, uh, Storm and Sykes are together right now at this point. Looks like the one last dance turned into one last swerve yeah. <laughs> uh, at this point. And it shocked everybody in person, on social media. What's happening there? Is this a team? Is this a faction? What's happening? It's a family. That's it's, what it a it's, family. it's a family. That's what, we, that's what you it's said about supremacy. 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 Well, you see what happened there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it imploded. It imploded. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I said it. Yes, <laughs> I would. It is. Well, look. Imploded. 
uh, I don't know about all that. I mean, I'm, I was the only one that was kicked out, but hey, that's a, <laughs> well, that's a different story. Uh, kicked out of my own group. Nah, uh, we're not going to touch on that. But anyway. Uh, New England just <laughs> missed the extra point, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, did. They reluctantly, they can, did not tie the game against Pittsburgh. We're watching New England versus Pittsburgh. Point after touchdown, missed. Pittsburgh is leading 17-16. I will say that I hate both these teams. <laughs> so and these are both of the I two could, of the best teams in the NFL. I could literally care less about those teams. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just had to throw that out there. But go ahead. Storm and Sykes looks like they're, they're teaming up. Really? It looks like they're doing a thing a together thing? now. Tag team? Ooh, back again? It could be. Tag team back again. Um, oh, man. It was, it, it was time. It, 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 was, it was a long time coming, I, I believe. So um, I mean, you guys. Just I mean, if we're shoot, if we're shooting here, yeah, we're shooting. We're shooting. Okay. Well, let me. Because I'm gonna dig back into the beginning of 2017 because I have a personal what, vested interest in this. What better way to add to the history of Desert Storm and TJ Sykes than to eventually, at the end of everything, teaming up? Mm. That's a that's a massive team. Like who who would have ever seen that happen? Who who would uh, ever seen seen that coming? Honest, to be honest, we really. We didn't see that coming. <laughs> it was just something that popped in uh, our heads one day. Like, I mean, you know were what? You, how did this happen? Were you both there? I mean, were you both like at the show? I mean, was he helping out? You, I know you were on the show. You were the champion. Yeah, he, how did this happen? Uh, so a couple weeks prior. Actually, let me start. Let me start back. Like maybe a year ago. Uh, let me start back on one last dance. It's, how about uh, that? Not, not one. Not, even before that. Okay. Uh, since we're shooting here, um, a year ago. I brought this idea to him about teaming up, and it, it wasn't really thought thought about or anything like that. It was like he he doesn't know because in his mind he was retiring. Yeah, right. So it was it was just something that we didn't think was going to happen. So flash forward uh, to the last BCW show, a couple weeks prior to that, he hit, hits me up and was talking about so I have an idea. Uh, and we just started talking from there, and it was just something that I think it was time to do, and it's something something different, something new, because I haven't been in a tag team in quite some time. Skullstruck. Skullstruck. Ah, Skullstruck. <laughs> Skullstruck. That was the last tag team. Right? Uh, that was the last. last that was the last lo- long running like, tag run tag, that you had. Tag run that I that I had. Yeah. And it was fun. It was fun. Lo- love sickened. S- sickened now, by the way. Uh, lo- right. Love sickened Second. to death. Me too. And, He's my boy. I love him. But, like, the history between Storm and Sykes, I think th- this could be something new, something different. Like, a uh, breath of fresh air. Mm. That is uh, quite exciting. And you better follow uh, BCW, Baltimore Championship Wrestling, to see more about that. Hey, even follow or, MCW. Or just, or, or just follow TJ Sykes and follow Desert Storm. The Purge. I saw that. Yes, the, Purge. the Purge. When's the next BCW show? The next BCW show is February 24th. Mm-hmm. February 24th. And I have absolutely no idea what's going on. <laughs> see, but my job is showing up and beating the hell out of people. <laughs> because that's the vile man that I am. That's what you do. Jeff Jarrett. I mean, uh, Jeff, no. you know, listen, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, if you're listening to this, I'm telling you this right now. If you ever come for my BCW, have a, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We've been going for about how long? What do you think? Not long we, enough, because no. we have a lot to talk oh, about. Oh, we're not done. 
40 minutes. We have a lot. We have We're a lot not done. We're good on time. Why don't we just take a short break so we can have a musical interlude again? Return to the Mac! <laughs> and we are going to come right back to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast with more with the Big Ugly and more with the Red Prince himself, TJ Sykes. The, vi- the, the vile man himself, TJ Sykes. Dirty Ugly and Vile. On the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, my name is Dirty Mike. And I am the Big Ugly. And we are sitting here with... I'm pissed. (laughs) We're sitting here with pissed because we were talking offline and we were like, man, we need to hit the record button right now. TJ, go for it. I am so upset, since we're talking about pay-per-view names, Yes. that WWE ran an event called Starcade, which... Well, it was what? WCW's WrestleMania. Yes, it was. Starcade. Right. Not... Televised, not even on the WWE S- network. It, the the thing I was most pissed at is the fact that it's been what maybe 17, 18 years since we saw Art Anderson hit a double A spinebuster, and no one could see it live. Oh man, I did see the clip. On I saw the clip. Social and media, it, and it was like he never lost a step. I would have popped for that. Are oh you, yeah, are you <laughs> I did pop for that. Art Anderson, and he wouldn't, and he didn't tear a quad doing it. Yeah. <laughs> And he, you know, he, this this man's an agent for the WWE. He doesn't, he shouldn't be moving, bumping, doing anything. He got in there and presented a double A spine bust. Once the enforcer, always the enforcer. Loved it, <laughs> but yeah, that that's Starcade, man. I mean, I went to Starcade before WCW's WrestleMania. I've been in Starcade. Lord have mercy. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you now? <laughs> um, I am over the hill. As we <laughs> talked about this. But, I mean, this was in my younger days, uh, back in the WCW days, back at the MCI Center in Washington, D.C., back at the U.S. Air Arena in Landover, Maryland. That's showing my age. I've only been... Yeah, because I only know it as the Verizon Center. Yeah, now it's the <laughs> Capital One Arena. Oh, it, shit, yeah. it was Capital One now. It is now the Capital One yeah, Arena. they're not loyal. I, I've only been to one WCW event. And which was and that? I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember it. It was actually the night that... They were in Baltimore, mm. and Ron Simmons won the world title. Ah, so very I good. was I was like a baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I went to one too. I was taken uh, by my father's friend, and um, I just remember Raven was in. It was a house show. Okay, it's nothing significant. I just remember seeing Raven and Psychosis. Ah, outside the ring. This was, yeah. must have been towards the middle or late nineties when yeah, that happened. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So a couple of years before WCW folded. Or got purchased, I should say. Purchased by Shane. By Shane, Shane O'Mahon. With the simulcast. <laughs> on both channels watching the same thing. How about that? So, yeah, there's Starcade. I, I wish it was at least a WWE oh, yeah. Network special. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they had the Rock and Roll Express on there. They had Arn Anderson doing his thing. They Ricky even had... Steamboat, my friend. Yes, Ricky Steamboat. They had Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes. Not Goldust. The Natural. Yeah. And he came out to the natural and he did all that. Speaking of that, speaking speaking of the Rhodes, mm. have you seen Cody Rhodes and his brand new blonde hair? Oh, uh, yeah, he's uh, pulling what Dolph Ziggler tried to pull off no, a couple years ago. No, 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 This is not about Dolph Ziggler. This is about the Rhodes family. All of them were blonde. You mean Cody? Cody. <laughs> they were all the Cody. Yes, yeah, I, I see what you, you did. See? All blonde. The American and, nightmare. And at first I was like, what? Okay, I got it. Like, just in, instantly, I got it. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with it. 
Perfectly fine with it. I'm not. What? <laughs> I'm not used to it yet. That's all. It, but if he turns it into dashing Cody Rhodes, part of that gimmick with the hair, I'm okay with it. But he's no mustache. No mustache. No mustache. No stash. Thank uh, that thing was, so was terrible. Creepy. It was so cre- no. It was uh, it was amazing. Was it? It was so creepy. <laughs> it was creepy it because so- it didn't look like he could grow it in. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why he looked like uh, Clark Gable. Yes, it was. <laughs> Man, I, I would say that was one of my favorite gimmicks for him in the smoke WWE. And, smoke and mirrors. Dash. Yes, dashing Cody Rhodes and better than Stardust. I liked Stardust. Even though I did enjoy uh, Stardust. I, I, enjoy, I did enjoy Stardust. Because it seemed like he enjoyed it. Yeah. Or he's just that great like, at what he does with it. Yeah. I did enjoy Stardust at the beginning. And then uh, once it... They, they weren't really going anywhere with the characters. Yeah. Like, he reminded yeah. me of the Riddler. Ah. Jim Carrey's Riddler. Right. Which was very entertaining. He oh, could have yeah. done a lot more with that. But oh, yeah. You can only do so much with the WWE. However, in Ring of Honor, he has won and now lost their championship. Yeah. Might as well. Didn't expect that. Didn't either. Dalton Castle is the new ROH mm-hmm. heavyweight and champion. And I, I honestly, I'm, uh, I, I'm torn about it because I, lo- I love Dalton Castle, and I just, I wish he could have kept it, just, uh, for another month, just because I would love to have seen. Cody versus uh, what? Oh my God, who's he facing at Russell Kingdom? Um, oh, uh, Ibushi? Ibu? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> God damn, I'm sorry. Pardon my language. No. Uh, Hayabusa? Kota? No. Kota Ibushi? That might be right. Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi. That sounds right. It it sounds right. I may be wrong. Complete, probably completely wrong. And that's a, that's the biggest uh, pay per view of the. Because he, he was in the, uh, he was in the CWC. Yeah. So New Japan, and that's and that's happened in January. Yes, if he would have just kept it right after that. Also, the fact that they got a new Ring of Honor uh, championship. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it up, up close and personal, but yeah, they just had their uh, eye pay per view final battle uh, this past couple of days. Uh, so check that out, ROHWrestling.com if you haven't checked that so out. So ROH and New Japan, they partner for their. They know, they got a little bit of a partnership, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get into Impact Wrestling here in a minute, but we're going to stick with this one. Uh, yeah, there's a good partnership going on with those two companies, especially mm-hmm. since, uh, check this out, Chris Jericho mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about this? I am. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly excited about the whole card. No, it's Chris Jericho. Card. Actually, the whole card is going to be good. Is Chris Jericho now, is he sort of an independent contractor, like separate from WWE? I don't think so. Um, or uh, is this sort of just something that he's doing and then he'll step back in when I'm, it's I believe it's I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I think that they WWE gave him the permission to step out. They don't give permission for a lot of people to do things like right. this. Right. I mean, it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, Chris does what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I mean, well, if Chris he's still doing what he's like, doing. All right, well, I'll retire. I'll quit. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't need to be wrestling. He's doing his own thing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about this. I've seen the build-up online and just can, uh, can I just, about these two styles. Can we just talk about, like, when uh, Kenny uh, attacked Jericho after everything and just the fact that Jericho just up and threw a freaking table <laughs> right at everybody. I don't think anyone expected him to throw a table. Like, what the hell was that? <laughs> this giant, the, the sound it made just donk and everyone fell except for Kenny's like, what the hell? Uh, I don't know. I was I was just dying laughing. Hopefully this will be available on pay-per-view. I believe it will be. I think pay-per-view providers, if not, it's going to be online somewhere but mm. you got to check it out. Fire stick. <laughs> there you go. 
fire stick. You, what about that uh, Chris Jericho cruise, man? Think about going. Yeah, on? I was looking at this. Uh, the the Wrestle Cruise coming up at the end of 2018. Uh, himself and several other workers. Now, first of all, I'm thinking about this: a wrestling ring on a cruise ship. Yeah. If there's some. You as a worker, professional wrestler, TJ, if you're on and, and the ro- boat is rocking, don't come a knocking kind of thing. How are uh, you gonna like get I your footing and balance in a ring? I don't. I have a bit on. A cruise. I mean, if it's a cruise, oh, yeah. I mean, it's. Or you've been on a cruise? Is it, is it pretty smooth? It can be. It, it can be. But then again, if the waters do get rocky, if there is turbulence or whatever, you know, going through some some waters that are pretty rocky, that can happen. I've had that happen. Maybe on a they'll be before. waiting in the water while the show's going on. I don't know. I know where would the ma- you know where would the wrestling be? Would it be inside in one of the ballrooms? Would it be outside oh, on one of the probably, decks? Probably, uh, it'd, it'd be cool if it was on the deck. The, the I mean, throw somebody overboard. Yeah, I mean, oh, you know. I, oh my god! I feel like in order to maximize the amount of people that can see it, they're going to try and do it outside because at that point, most cruises, you know, if you've been on there. They have it where, you know, there's a big pool area outside, yeah. and then it's usually a bunch of decks that go up mm-hmm. where everybody can, like, crowd around. So I can imagine that's what they're going to do. Because if they put it inside, at some point you're going to max out capacity for that room. Yeah. So I think they're going to try and get it outside mm-hmm. so that, you know, you can... Hey, I would I would love to go on that cruise, honestly. I would oh, love yeah. to check it out. I mean, I'm a wrestling fan, and I like cruises. Cruises are very inclusive vacations. Yeah, I do love I do love cruising. I'm actually Here. going on one in February. Yeah. February! Yeah. For the big ugly. He just had to get that in. He yeah. really did. <laughs> you ever been on a cruise, TJ? I have not. We need to do it. I, 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 would, lo- I would love to. Sorry, this, not, this guy just went to the UK. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going back. He going back, but he took a plane. Hey, you know, uh, that, that's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited about Wrestle Cruise, Wrestle Kingdom 12. That's all on my list, Wrestle man. Cruise. It's, I think that's called the Wrestle that's Cruise. That's perfect, man. Um, hey, who wants to walk with Elias? I do. <laughs> so I'm, I, guessing, I'm guessing you're a fan. I'm dude, I wasn't <laughs> digging it at first. Can we talk about the fact that they just dropped his last name? Like, just... Like everyone. What was it, Samson? Yeah. yeah Elias Elias said, yeah, now you forgot now, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I really did. Elias. I'm actually kind of glad they dropped it. I was like, why did they drop it, and what are they trying to do with this? But I'm actually digging it, man. When you when the lights go down, and when you hear the guitar playing, it's kind of creepy, and you're like, where is he going to come? What's he going to do? And he just had a fantastic match with Roman Reigns for the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Man, every match he's had for the IC title has been great. But I want to walk with Elias now. I like it. Are you guys a fan? Uh, yes. I, I was he, I was a fan prior to the Roman Reigns thing. Uh, I liked him where, in NXT, honestly. but I never really saw him in NXT. Yeah. He, he kind of did similar to what he's doing now on a smaller scale. Just but drifting when he came, along. Yeah. Just drifting. Yeah. What do you think? Are you are you going to walk with Elias? He's cool. He's cool? He's cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna walk with Elias, but he, he's cool. He doesn't walk when he's saying it. He's actually sitting on a stool. Who wants to sit with Elias? <laughs> what about him winning the Royal Rumble? I like this. Nah, <laughs> he's gonna be in the Royal Rumble. I think this is this is funny. So when the Royal Rumble happens and he comes out whatever number and he hits the guitar, I think everybody's gonna kind of like be looking and then like and then just get back to what they're doing and he's just gonna come play out, you know, walking down the ramp. And then he's going to be one of those quick eliminations. Maybe not as quick as Santino Morella, but it's going to be quick. The, the year, what was it, 2011, the year that I actually thought Santino Morella won the Royal Rumble. That that big, what, was it the 40-man Royal Rumble? Yeah, the one that Alberto Del Rio yeah, won. Yeah, yeah, like, because completely forgot about Del Rio. Like, <laughs> he, was go, he was gone for, like, maybe 15, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Completely forgot about him, so out of my mind. I'm thinking, oh, my God, Santino Morella, oh, never mind. It just, <laughs> that quick. <laughs> that, that quick. But I was uh, that, that was something you get over for. That would have been interesting. Oh yeah. Hey, are he and Paige? Is that still happening? No, it's over. Okay. Yeah. I figured as much. 
Especially since Paige is now full-time WWE and Alberto's doing other things, including Impact Wrestling, which is still around and under new ownership. How about this? The Jarrett family, completely out. All gone. And Dixie is Dixie's completely out. Out. Dixie's so, out. And we're not talking Billy Corgan. No. He's out. He's out. So who are we talking? We're Billy talking... Cor- Billy Corgan. We're talking Scott Demore. All right. And Don Callis, a.k.a. Hey, Cyrus. Cyrus? Mm-hmm. So he's been... From he's the been Lance a, Storm podcast? Yeah. He's been involved with pro wrestling for longer than we give him credit for. Um, he's been in about 20 years. He's done everything from working to booking to refereeing to managing. And Scott Demore has been there since the beginning. At least... So, well, at least the beginning of Impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Team Canada. Right. Team Canada. What was that? Uh, Eric Young? Eric Young. I remember a guy named A1. I don't know what whatever happened to him after <laughs> Team Canada. A1, Petey? Bobby Roode, Petey Williams, mm. and Eric Eric Young. Yeah. And Scott, was... Scott Demore. I actually really dug Team Canada. This is when TNA Wrestling had weekly pay-per-views mm-hmm. for like $9.99. And I'd buy them because they were that good to watch. It was two hours, every week or every other week, and it was fantastic. Team Canada, I don't think Team Canada was there for the weekly pay-per-views. I think they were there. Maybe they didn't come later. on immediately. I think it was 2003 mm-hmm. they came, came in, because that's when I started watching uh, Impact. Okay. And it was it was awesome. It, it was really awesome. It had uh, Team Canada, The Naturals. Yeah. Um, America's Most Wanted. Right. Lord, Lord have mercy. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. And uh, beer money didn't come on until a little bit later. Oh, that was years. That was that was years, years later. Years, I'm years thinking later. this is the early days of AJ Styles was in there. Samoa Joe. Um, Joe came in in oh, I'm just, wrestling history. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Joe came in in 05 and was tearing through everybody, which was awesome. Um, Man, Impact Wrestling is so different. The still to this day the best, the absolute best. Uh, TNA match I've ever seen was what actually really drew me in. It was uh, AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels in a 30-minute Ironman match. There you go. For the uh, X Division title. Mm. That match, perfect. Just a perfect match. Was that a pay-per-view match? That was, was a pay-per-view. That, a... that was, I think, that was Bound for Glory. Okay. Yeah, that was Bound for Glory. Which is Impact WrestleMania. Bound okay. for Glory. Yeah, and I think now most of their, their head base is now out of Canada, I think. Um, even though they're... They're doing this thing where I was listening to them on the podcast, actually. Uh, one of the podcasts, I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Jericho's podcast, actually. Um, where they're kind of trying to draw people from all over the world. They're trying to have you know seven or eight big names, but then trying to draw talent from all over the world to say, you can work here, but you don't have to be under our umbrella. You can work anywhere. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know They're going to do their TV. They still have a deal with Universal uh, to do TV out of there, but they want to do TV other places. They want to do pay-per-views other places. They want to get to the point where they can actually have a live event and draw a crowd. Mm. You know, um, I miss the I miss the old Impact Zone. So they want to get two entrances. Yeah, heels on one side, faces oh, yeah, on the I other. I miss I miss that oh. so much. Uh, it looked like a, like a futuristic video game. Yeah, almost. it was green lasers everywhere. Yeah, it was two tunnels, one on either side, and fields would come out one side, faces would come out the other side. Yeah, it so it gave you the illusion like that the heel is not going to come out, and then the face is going to come out two seconds later behind the same curtain, right? As if they were standing back in the gorilla position mm-hmm. together, which right. you don't want to believe that, right? <laughs> so how about that? That would be great. Revamp everything, mm-hmm. and that's what take they it back do. to two thousand three. Yeah, Don Callis. And so right now they're still called TNA Impact? or They like, lost to TNA. Okay, so they, it's just Impact Wrestling. Impact, yep. Impact okay. Wrestling. I bring back TNA. 
And it used to be Global Impact, you know, because it was G- GFW or yeah. Global Force. That, so they dropped that too, because that was mostly Jared. That was Jared. I, I, I'm be honest, I, I still have it recording on my uh, TV, but I, I just don't watch it. I have it on my DVR as well, and I fast forward through it sometimes. I'm a, I'm a Bobby Lashley guy. Okay. I, I am a huge Bobby really? Lashley guy. Oh, yes. Huge Bobby Lashley guy. It was when he first came in in WWE, uh, it was a squash match, but. He just looked like he would really kill you in person. <laughs> and I was I was hooked from that point. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, for the most part, he can. So. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I, I still want him to do something a little different on the mic sometimes because it seems like he's this big, you know, overpowering looking guy. And then when he gets on the mic, it just it, it doesn't match, you know, for some reason. Bobby Lashley's mic work needs to, I, however they put That's him, always been my thing with him. Yeah, it needs to be, he needs to work. talk less or have a mouthpiece, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, he needs to be like a listener. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, I don't want him to talk. He did. Ever. He did for uh, for a minute. Uh, it was MVP. Yes, MVP, MVP. was his is a mouthpiece for. A Where the while. hell is MVP? Like why MVP is he not... had some racial slurs on television, and uh, we haven't seen him since. Oh, that's the last time. Remember okay. that? It was Impact or TNA Wrestling a couple years ago when he was involved, and he was on a live show. Yeah, one of them uh, Booker T moments. He, he pulled a Booker <laughs> T actually. Yes, oh, shoot. TJ, oh. you got the wide eyes like you didn't notice. I, I did. I just remember he was there. He, and then and, he was gone. And he was gone. And that's why. Because he pulled a he pulled a Booker T. Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you. But he didn't say Finish Hulk it, Mikey. No! This is the dirty, ugly wrestling dirty. podcast. Yeah. Dirty. Uh, I'm coming for you, Hulk Hogan. See, I turned around back. We all know what we're talking about, because we talked about it. We had it on a yeah. other we're podcast. We're jumping, we're jumping around. Yeah. We're jumping we did. Around. Hey, but you know, impact is it's another way to watch professional wrestling. Mm. There's guys that get to hone their craft in there and they get to work and they mm-hmm. get to make money. Um who was it? Uh, I worked with somebody from Impact, uh, and uh, it was on uh, SWO show actually in Pennsylvania. Who, who the hell was that? I can't remember now. Eddie Edwards. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Evan Bourne. Yes. Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel. Right. Yeah, 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 that was it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I couldn't think of it because I couldn't think of his, his real name. His shoot name. I was like, oh yeah. So Matt Seidel. Now that guy was awesome to work with, and he was uh, born again. Reborn, reborn. That's I know. So he's good, but I, you know, watch it. Check out Pop TV. Watch Speaking it. of Bobby Lashley, you know, Speaking Bobby of. Lashley had you know a legit MMA career like Lesnar. Fifteen and two. Do you think he? Wow, would, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah, that's deep. Do you think he would do good to have a similar gimmick, so to speak, as Lesnar, like that dominant, straight? You know, I can kick your kick your tail. You know what I'm saying? Instead of playing into like the pro wrestler, but like make him more look like a legit brawler. Do you think that I like should it. go that route with him? I mean, well, like UFC style, yeah. like Lesnar style. I mean, like he plays in as a special like, attraction. Like he's a special attraction he comes in, and it's like there's this legit element to him. Because I feel like when I've seen, I don't watch much TNA, but I feel like when I do watch it, Bobby Lashley just seems like every other pro wrestler. Like he's not built to me as someone that has that legit career fighting, you know, um, resume like like they build Lesnar to. You know what I'm saying? I feel what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It depends on how they book him, you know, and it depends yeah. on how much you watch it. I, I will tell you this. The matches I've seen with Lesnar in the past year or two, I'm not Lesnar, I'm sorry, Lashley, have been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he, his match with Kurt Angle. Oh. Like his, what was it, what, two or three matches that they had that they had a lot of series of matches. Yeah, it was great, fantastic. And, and he can work his ass off. Oh yeah, well, I, that that he can move. Lord have yeah, he he's can, like two eighty and he can move like a cruiserweight. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's built like a brick. You know what? 
Uh, I love Bobby Lashley. I'm a big fan. I just want him to have a mouthpiece. And the only thing I ever had an issue with Lashley, and this is just me nitpicking, was uh, he wears a sweatband during matches. Now, I understand because he sweats like a pig. I hate it so much. I I don't like the band wearing it during the match. Uh, It's the fact that he doesn't have hair, and he's just wearing a sweatband. I hate it. It looks weird, right? It's it's, it's, it's legit. He will will adjust it. He'll adjust it. Just like, no, just take it off, please. I mean, if you've ever seen him sweat, he buckets. Yeah, oh yeah. So I understand it keeps it out of his eyes so he can see. That, I get it. But if he's wearing it during the match, it just looks so... I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Ghetto? I don't know. <laughs> was that a racial slur? No, that wasn't. I didn't Nick use Ugly. the word. I just said ghetto. Nick, was Nick ghetto Ugly? okay? No, we're walking out now. What are you doing? I'm sorry. He's, he's I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Big Ugly is very in, involved in what's going on yeah. right now. So, uh, about me. is the word ghetto out of line? Is the word ghetto out of line? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Why? Yes, Why? Mikey. So hold on, hold no. on. I'm back. I'm back in this. Why? Where does this come from? Did somebody say ghetto? Yes. Bobby yeah. Lashley. I called it no. Bobby he, Lashley wearing the sweatshirt. He just band. called Bobby Lashley ghetto. I hope this gets back to him and he finds you at the mansion. But I love Bobby Lashley. I just put him over. Yeah. And I just, I just said the, the sweatband is ghetto, not him. Dude, During the match, yeah. racial slur. Walking out. <laughs> well, see, okay, out. this is the reason I don't take ghetto as a racial slur because ghetto typically Stop refers to. Save him. to well, Save this, me. Is, this, this is my partner. Here it is. It refers to a more like downtrodden people, and it could be anywhere. Like if you look at ghettos, like ghettos at one point applied to old Italian neighborhoods, old Jewish neighborhoods. So it transcended a color and more of just like a state in which you know things appear downtrodden. So okay, that a sweatband <laughs> in the ghetto. Yeah. Now, me personally, here's the thing: using ghetto, I don't think there's nothing wrong with saying something's ghetto. Elvis I don't personally, the word. I don't believe that Bobby Lashley wearing a sweatband looks ghetto. I just think it looks stupid. First off, I'm never going to call that man stupid because I don't want to get broken in half. So but I'm, not, I'm never going to call that man ghetto. Have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Class Act, though? Stupid means good. Oh, I see what you're trying to do there. You see what I'm doing there? So, so can you confirm that? You seen it? Yeah. Kid and play? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I just mean the stupid as in, like, actually dumb. Like, <laughs> He's like, going to yeah. you're, you're dead. Like, that it, was it just, stupid. It just I'm doesn't dead. look good. Like just. This is the dirty podcast. <laughs> dirty ugly. <laughs> just let go. Ugly is dead. Yeah. <laughs> the dirty podcast. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you know what? We've been going off on tangents for a long time. Now we're back to talking about me. <laughs> me. Well, we're going to talk about you and how you feel. All about me. About... What happened at the Survivor Series? Because we haven't been on in a while. I just want to give the quick results for the WWE Survivor Series, which was co-branded Raw and SmackDown. The one time per year, and I got tired of them saying this, the one time per year when Raw and SmackDown went head-to-head. They, they felt to bring dissent in every promo. You know? They said that. Uh, especially Shane McMahon. He beat it to death. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway. You know whose skin I know that really got under just time after time again? Who's Pat that? Anthony. Hashtag? Hashtag Pat Anthony. Really? Hate it. <laughs> Shout out to the Dude. man. Hashtag Pat Anthony, by the way. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Former supremacy. Supremacy. I think, I don't know. Are they still together? No, I don't know. I know the Dark Horses are still around. Oh, of course, they're still going. Love the Dark Horses. They kicked me out. And Jesse. I'm salty. <laughs> Jesse is not salty. Je- I love Jesse. Jesse O'Ryan. Jesse! Shout out to Jesse O'Ryan. Ah, uh, I love that kid. Come on. I love that kid. You gotta he's go still, see all He's the- still Cruiserweight champ, correct? I believe so. Awesome. You gotta go see it. And, um, can't. Why? January 13th. 
Can't. All Steel Cage Show, EWA Pro Wrestling. I, I, I literally can't. Okay. <laughs> but if you, if you are in the I'm area not allowed. of Tall Cedars Hall, you can. I cannot. If you want to. <laughs> Maybe it's streaming live. On, no. Don't know. I can't, probably can't even do that. Sorry. Fire stick. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tell you what. You had, you had a lot of great years there. So did I. I did. But uh, that was the past. This is the now, and we're working on the future. So Elias defeated Matt Hardy in the pre-show, the kickoff show. And Enzo Amore, who is now on 205 Live, defeated Kalisto, who is now on 205 Live. That was in the kickoff show, too. So, and also in the kickoff show, which is quite interesting to me, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, in the kickoff show, defeated Brizongo. Fandango and Tyler Breeze. I really love Brizongo. Brizongo is great, man. How about the, uh, the files? They, all, they all remind the me they of yeah, a man. new E&C. Ah, Okay. Yeah, wacky and quirky and just skits like that. Uh, I loved it. There's a place on the show for that, right? For sure. That's what they have going for them. They're, they're skits. I love the Fashion right. Files. Yeah, the Fashion Files are great, right? And it's it's always a different theme. It, it was uh, they were Brazongo, but they would be called Fashion Police. It'd be called uh, oh man, what they did Stranger Things. They did Stranger Things. They did Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. They did that. Miami Vice. They did Miami Vice. Should be their name. Fashion Vice. And you know what? Go. I'm good with the Ascension now with them two because... I was just about to ask I, how you guys felt about I, that. I, don't I didn't like it at first, but I think it, it's it's good that they play off each other. First of all, it gives the Ascension something to do while one of them that, loses a lot of weight. I, that's... <laughs> well, I can't remember which one it is, but one of them really plumped up. Yeah, it's, they, the, uh, it's the big... It was already it's the, the bigger, bigger one. one. I forget his name. Kurgan! I swear, every time I see him, I just think his name is Kurgan. There oh, was a Kurgan. Fashion the files are traveling together right now. Oh, is that on the yeah. Ride Along? Yeah, Ride Along. Yeah, right WWE Ride Along. Yeah. On the WWE Network. Brazango. Check it out. Hey, um, hey, before I move on to the main show of Survivor Series, let's Where go. Where it's sh- a one time a year <laughs> that Raw and SmackDown go head to head. Go head to head. Hashtag head to head. <laughs> um,. Let's give let's give a shout out right now to uh, Baltimore's own James Ellsworth, who was released from the WWE. Um, he got a year in the WWE. He got to go on all the overseas tours. He got to be in the Royal Rumble. He got to fight for the WWE Championship. He got a WrestleMania moment, and he got released. Um, he's going to be back. ACW Pro Wrestling. We were talking about sickened. Um, so. A- ACW. Do you feel like they could have done more with him? Like after it was like I, I understand that Ellsworth. He, yeah, I felt like I know Ellsworth. The time of Ellsworth had ended, um, but you know I, I understand that it's like you know he wasn't the big thing like he used to be. But at the same time, it's like could they have incorporated him into something else and maybe built his popularity back up? Or do you think this was a good time to say cut it? I believe. It ran its course. Okay. And I think they figured that out when they put him with Carmella and had him dragging him around by a choke collar. Um, but, you know, I digress. Yeah. But uh, g- kudos to him for doing what he did. Absolutely. You I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I felt. I felt like it, once they put him with Carmella, I felt like he was pretty much doomed. It, it la- I'm going to tell you this. The Carmella angle with him lasted longer than I thought it would because yeah. I, I was like, it just seemed silly. Hey, I don't just, know, the whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing to me these days, like, 
seems silly when you know. I think that's played out overall. Exactly. It, you know, you understand like who these people are with in real life, so it's hard to yeah take it seriously. So hey, you know what? Check out Adrenaline Championship Wrestling. They got Jerry the King Lawler. They got Austin Aries, who is now out of the WWE, and they got James Ellsworth, and they got uh, Gilbert, Dwayne Gill. So check that out. It's going to happen next year. All right, moving on. We're going to talk about Survivor Series now. The one time of year <laughs> for Raw and SmackDown go head to head. Hashtag Pat Anthony. That's for you, buddy. Um, let's move on. So the Shield led off the pay-per-view. Best match on the card. I, I agree with this. Best match on the card. 100%. And they defeated the New Day. Man, that was a six-man tag for the ages. Mm. Can we just say, New Day is Wait. such a great team. All just, of them. I mean, all, I'm just, just, Shield, we already know. We, yeah. all, we already know we've seen their their years what, what and whatnot and they still still can go all three of them uh, together uh, six man tags and stuff like that. New Day is just they are just so good, especially them and the Usos. Oh hell yeah! And like their rivalry, their their thing together reminded me of uh, oh god, was it uh, Rock and Roll Express? And what was it the mid- midnight? midnight Express? Mid- midnight Express. That was a big one in the eighties. Oh, oh yeah, it just, just went on just and on like, and on. Yeah, oh yeah, and I think I really feel as though their rivalry can go on and on because that Hell in a Cell match. Oh, wow! Literally stole the show. It did. Right. That their match yeah. was for was it first on the card? Yeah. Yes, it was stole first. Stole it. Right. The whole a lot whole of time, thing. Yeah, when New Day's put first on the card, they typically do really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a reason that you just, get put first yeah, on the main like, card. That's yeah. why. It's not a lot of times. I can think of a handful of times that like a match will really draw me in, mm-hmm. and that match, I, I was just just. It was like everyone had they were fighting. They were tooth and nail. They were just scratching and clawing, just trying to trying to get that. And, and was, they were trying to win yeah, legitimately. It was, it was and that finishing sequence with Xavier looked like just powering through, like it was and just just taking those shots, taking mm-hmm. those shots. It, it was honestly it that was that was one of the best like tag team matches I've seen in a long time. That's putting it was over. This the, yeah. Was this the full shield or was Reigns still out? No, oh, it was, was Reigns back. Reigns that, was that, back. Okay, I didn't remember. Right. Back, but back to that match. That match was amazing. Just just amazing. Hands down, the best match on the card to me. I like it, and that, that's a hard act to follow too. And you had an entire four hour show after this. I, I honestly forgot, except for uh, Shane and Owens. I forgot what else was on the card. <laughs> we'll get to and that it, one. Uh, we had the women's match, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. So we had Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Asuka, and Nia Jax, and they defeated Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina. Well, and that was Lana it was, it was, was Team SmackDown versus Team Raw, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And Team Raw won. I mean, as soon as I saw the Asuka one time a year. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was a Survivor Series elimination style match, which is what I want to see right. in Survivor Series. Have you ever seen anyone break up a pin? On a Survivor Series elimination match. Ever. You know what? I'm going to have to say yes, but I can't remember each one. Because somebody I've else wanted the never, glory. I've never seen anybody on it. Even even back when they uh, did it originally with the elimination um, match. I've never seen anyone break up a pin. I, I swear I see... Like, this is the only match... The no one will try to exist. <laughs> it may have happened once or twice just because of a storyline of whoever was on the same team, like, couldn't, you know, can they team together or do they have too much heat? I can't remember, I can't tell you names or times or dates, 
But I want to say that you're probably right. It has, if ever happened, maybe once or twice, but I can't remember it, like who it was. But th- that's a good point. Um, you know, breaking up a pin in a tag team match is something yeah. that usually happens. See, I never, I, and because they, they're just on this. All right, so finisher happens. Boom, pin. Oh, all right, now, now I remember the other, other match. The other uh, Raw versus SmackDown uh, elimination match. Which, yep, we're going to get yeah. to that. Boom, pet pedigree. One, two, everyone knows this is Triple H's finish. Should we break it up? Leave alone. And that is the main event. We will get to that. Uh, United States champion Baron Corbin defeated Intercontinental champion The Miz. Uh, Better match than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, I wasn't sure about how the build with this was supposed to be, heel versus heel. But it turned out to be an okay match. Um, Here's go. SmackDown Tag Team Champions The Usos versus the Raw Tag Team Champions Cesaro and Sheamus. That was a very decent match as well because all four of them can go. Yeah, that was pretty good. I would have loved to like uh, it. See, everything just got flipped like towards the uh, like when the uh, pay per view was coming around. Mm-hmm. I I like the original planning of the Survivor Series. Um, Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, Survivor Series. <clears throat> the original plan for it, like uh, uh, what was it? Shield versus the Usos, which I would have killed to see. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see that match because I I just know that was going to steal the show. Like tag team, it seems like tag team matches nowadays mm-hmm. are stealing the show. Yeah, that's man. true. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. On all shows, NXT, right. yeah. Raw, SmackDown, oh, yeah. right. all of yeah. them. Uh, and uh, all the titles did kind of flip within the last couple of weeks leading up to that because we had the card pretty much set, and then the titles flipped. So instead of it being Brock Lesnar versus uh, Jinder Mahal, which eh, I-, I would have been interested to see the dynamic of that match, but it was Brock versus AJ, which I think turned out. Really well, honestly. So, speaking of uh, tag teams, I just want to throw this in there. Should 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 they start doing an actual women's tag team division? And yes. I mean like real tag team, like women. Yeah, they should have raw and SmackDown women's tag together. team titles, and they should have uh, women that can't the women that aren't necessarily in the main event storyline face one on one. There's maybe ten or twelve other women on each roster that are really not doing anything. Why not? What you think? What do you think, TJ? Um, is there enough? Sure, I mean, because I, 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 I really haven't like sat back and counted. So, because well, you also got to think, I, there at least has to be, uh, for the women's title on each show, at least maybe five people surrounding it, at least at a time, right? But where does that leave all the? Is there enough for um, tag women tag teams? They would have to bring people, right? That's that's what I was thinking from the start. I don't think there's enough for a tag team division right now. But my thing is, do you start expanding and grabbing more women? To create a women's tag team division, if sure, if there wasn't two brands, I think that I think you could do it. Right. Hmm. Okay. If there wasn't two brands, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, you never know. Uh, there's a lot of women in NXT. A lot of women on Raw oh, yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, and uh, I think we're gonna keep SmackDown live and Raw at least for the time being. Um, and then we got NXT, which was it's on the network, but now has been on USA, which actually was a really good show. The one hour that they did put on USA, I sat, sadly missed it. Oh, Sad, you gotta check I, it out. I, I, I don't it, know how it I, is on the network. Is it on the okay? All right, that, that but works. make sure you I, watch it. I was, I was so mad. I, I was so mad I missed it because it was uh, Andrade Cien Almas, uh, and then which who is awesome. Who is awesome, and I'm glad he's NXT champion. I'm very happy that he's been one of the hardest workers in the company for the past year. La Sombra. Uh, and I like what he's doing, and I think he's great. And I, I, I've never really seen a bad Andrade match. He's one of those guys that can get in there and go with just about anybody. I like it. Uh, also, the Authors of Pain, 
they were on there as well. Um, so was Alistair Black and Adam Cole, baby! Baby! baby. I love how yeah, he has is. incorporated that into his gimmick. And, well, now, I mean, they're letting him do it, and then the crowd goes along with him. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. I like that whole de- I like that whole deal with NXT anyway. What, what, do you believe he should have come up on the main roster? Right away. Mm, he could have. I believe he had the talent to I th- do that. I think... Royal I Rumble? Adam Cole, baby. I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. Uh, I don't. Well, yeah, that would that would be cool. In Philly, in Philly, yeah. In they Philly, have, they ha- they would have to. Is he a TNA guy or yeah. Ring of Honor? He was Ring, Ring of, of Honor. Ring of Honor. Okay. Yeah. They would they would have to. Philly, the Philly crowd would eat Adam up. Absolutely, would definitely eat him up. And I don't know if it would be a main roster jump for him, but at least put him in the match, uh-huh. and then see how they see how he reacts to the. I mean, he'll be have no problem adjusting to the, the mm-hmm. bigger stage, mm-hmm. but I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. And he could have come right up, but I think NXT needs a boost of star power. Yeah. I, I really, I really love the team of Adam Fish and O'Reilly. Hey, however, hate the name. What is the name? Hate Undisputed Era. There it is. It's so much. It's just so much. Too much. Too to much, say. too much. I, it was uh, undisputed error. Uh, shock the, the shock the shock system. the system. I would actually would have liked shock the system better as than a name under- of the faction. Yeah, STS. Yeah, shock the system. Undisputed error is just too gimmicky. S- too much everything. Yeah, like uh, on a on a shirt as like a tag. Like uh, this is the uh, undisputed era. Shock the system or so- something like that, mm-hmm. but not as the name. It's so much. Hell, I would just I would have taken CFO. <laughs> just, just, just hey, I I got to see your point, but I love that I love all three of them. Oh, actually. Yeah. I'm glad that they're together. They worked together when before. They, uh, was it that takeover when they all joined up? Like, like I I was like, oh oh crap, it's uh it's Red Dragon. Oh crap, now it's Cole. They just <laughs> no one else around me like watching that like understood because they they just didn't watch indies. I would have got it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I loved it. Hey, the um. Women's champion on SmackDown, Charlotte Flair defeated the women's champion, Alexa Bliss, by submission. Was what it was, from what I understand. And Brock Lesnar defeated AJ Styles in a match where uh, I honestly was more excited to see that than Brock versus Gender, even though I was interested to see what Brock versus Gender would have looked like. Just because Gender doesn't get enough credit, I don't believe. Um, yeah, okay, definitely. Gender. I, I'm, I'm, was, I'm very happy for that guy. He's done more in the past six months than anybody ever thought that he would do. And he's now going over on the India tour, and he's facing people like Triple H and Roman Reigns. And uh, he's and that's in that whole country of 1.4 billion people, which they like to say a lot as yeah. well. But he's also in a main event caliber over here in the States. The only way to get to a main event status is being put in main event situations. Yeah. That is the only right, way to do right. it. Right, uh, right. I, I think that, you know, um, I like... I don't think his run did what they want. I don't think it accomplished what they were going for. It was a good six month six month run. You think so? I mean, I don't. Th- what do you I think mean, that they were going what, for? What else? I think they wanted more more of a reaction. Like he and I get he's supposed to be heel, so it's not that you yeah. know fans are supposed to love him. But I feel like he didn't get much of a reaction at all. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't feel like you guys feel. I mean, you feel like he got. The reaction and the booze and you know what I mean. It's like, I, yeah, I, I I believe so. I think you're. I mean, what you're trying to say, maybe he didn't get as over as a heel as they wanted him to get over in you. this country anyway. Yes. So it was kind of and and 
it kind of did drag at points, but he was having quality matches. I gotta say, against oh, the yeah. people, Wait, you know, the Randy Orton. Also, you gotta, gotta realize that who gets real booze nowadays? Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, for, <laughs> I, I knew that you were saying that, but, yeah. but but for a heel, I got you. Who's right. getting real booze as a right. heel, right? I think uh, if you listen to the podcast with Sasha Banks and Stone Cold Steve Austin, they actually talk about this quite a lot at at length. Um, they talk about the heels getting cheered and the faces getting booed. That's where you're getting the legitimate reactions. Jinder Mahal is supposed to be a heel, especially in, in this be- country. And in the beginning, they were actually cheering for him. Yes. I popped when he won the title, yeah. honestly, because it's different. Yeah. I didn't expect it to yeah. happen. But then it I just kind of sure, yeah. faded out. But... I, I like him. I think he's he's got a great look. He's got a great thing going. A great I'm just gimmick. waiting for Heath Ledger to beat Brock Lesnar for the Universal Title. So all of uh, Heath Ledger. All, Heath, oh, Ledger. Yeah, Heath Wow, I said Heath. Wow, <laughs> I did that. Yes, my you know Heath Ledger comes back as the Joker, beats Brock Lesnar for the Universal Title. If he comes sorry, back. Heath Slater. <laughs> Beats Brock Lesnar for the Universal Title, and all of uh, three three MB become world champions. <laughs> just waiting for it. I'm just just waiting for it. Because, and I'm assuming that I'm, I have to assume that gender didn't do as well as they wanted, being that they changed the script as far as what was Survivor going to happen. Series. Right, exactly. Because I mean, you have the advertised match of gender and Brock, and then last minute, essentially, you know, you put the belt on AJ and then go with AJ and Brock. So I'm assuming at that point the company. Lost faith in him, you know, for some reason. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was that. You think they were just trying to swerve it? Like you think they were just like? I think they just really wanted Brock versus AJ. Really? Okay. I really just think think that. So do you think that they'll give Gender another title run? Like they'll keep this feud with him and AJ and see what what happens tonight? Yeah. Tonight and the Clash of Champions. Another WCW branded name. And Heath Ledger comes back. (laughs) Heath Ledger comes. And and I discussed this with Dirty Mike. The only thing I didn't like about Gender, I like his presentation and everything. The only thing I didn't like is I didn't, I, I felt like the whole, uh, you know, I'm from another country and America hates me. I hate America. I just felt like that's played out. I, I wish it was in a different direction than that. But I mean, it, it worked better in the 80s. I mean, I mean, there, I, I, all right, to be, be honest, like there was a, still a time where that still worked. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, but yeah. I think it works in small doses. I now. mean, we just I don't had think it recently works. reversive, you know. Yeah. So it's not like we're that far departed from somebody that literally just did that same gimmick. Rusev Day. It's it's to the it's <laughs> really to the point where you gotta find a unique way to be hated, right? Like yeah. all the stuff. Like one thing I will will say, um, like Cesaro, uh, when he when he turned heel, mm-hmm. stopped doing the swing. He's right. Not, well, that got over. Yeah, right. got over. yeah. Don't don't do anything that people will pop for. If right. they, whatever they pop for uh, when you were face, don't do that. Yeah. I think as a heel, you don't do anything cool. Right. Don't do anything cool, any, anything like that, because your job is to be hated. Your job is to be is to be booed. Like, just. But it's just a it's just a new era. It's just a it's a new time in wrestling. Right. So. I tell you, it's, it's almost that like you have to shoot somebody. To <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we don't see that. I mean, we saw the Brian Pillman gimmick with Stone Cold Steve Austin He's got with a the gun. gun. <laughs> that they talked about I, that on the podcast too. I, I, I really, as a kid, I really thought 
Stone Cold was gonna die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I thought, really thought, I thought like I thought it was he's over. gonna shoot him. Yeah, this is it. Talk it's about over. suspending yeah. disbelief. <laughs> Austin came out with a gun on Debbie McMahon on the show too. Bang. And made uh, yeah, him, made it piss his pants and bang three sixteen. Uh, that is true, and that doesn't get nearly as much heat. As the other one, like USA came down on him for the filming mm-hmm. one. Yeah, but it, Austin it was, had the gun it, because that was more it felt, realistic. It felt real, right? Like, it right. Like, it was like a breaking news story. Yeah. Let it just, just oh god, off the cuff kind of stuff. The other one, you knew it was being played as a as a as a storyline, but that one, you weren't sure. <laughs> like you, you were you were fooled. Yeah, I was. I was fooled. I was, fooled. Well, yeah, I was, I was, I was a kid, so I didn't. I yeah, didn't exactly. Know. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was young. I was like, um, yeah. this is gonna happen. Man, I'm telling you, it was. uh it was a different time in wrestling now, as you say, but uh, it's still a great time to be a fan of professional oh, yeah. wrestling. There's so much to watch, so much content everywhere, um, including Clash of Champions tonight, which, uh, for those of you who might not know what's going on SmackDown or anything like that, uh, SmackDown Live, as it were, um, here's the rundown of matches, what it's supposed to be. So we got Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley facing off one-on-one since they've Why? split. They split? They yeah. did split. They Mojo did. turned Mojo heel. turned on them. Um, Which so I thought, he, I thought, I thought he turned on the broski. Yeah, I thought it'd be the other way around. I thought it was going to be Zach that was going to turn heel because if you remember, he walked out angry on a few matches that they lost. Yeah, and well, so that I was he was going to be the one. Swerve to the swerve, yeah. kind of like they've been setting you up for one thing, but they turned the other way. Right. Yeah. Um, you got Brizongo versus the Bludgeon mm-hmm. Brothers of Harper and Rowan. I saw their outfits. They're pretty awesome. You like yeah, it? I like it. I like the outfits. It's it's interesting how they just have come in and just squashed some uh, enhancement talent. Yeah. So Who are they far. facing? Uh, Brizongo. It, it's oh, like when in doubt, one. just put Harper and Rowan back together. Yeah. Why not? It, <laughs> and then put them on the uh, raw um, roster. Wyatt and put him back with Wyatt. Right, exactly. Well, I gotta That's tell you, where we're hitting. <laughs> Bray Wyatt is doing a thing right now. He's doing a thing. And he's doing a thing with. Yeah. Woken <laughs> Matt Hardy. We've been talking about this on former podcasts. Was there a way to get Matt Hardy back into this gimmick that got him over? I was, I was really, uh, I was really hoping that it would be awoken because it just seems weird saying woken. Think it's just two syllables and just like broken, awoken. woken. It's so quick, but it, I mean, he's I doing the woken. same yeah. thing. He's using. And the t- I, I like the fact that like he's it's evolved now because yeah, at one point he was broken. Yeah. Uh, that thing has been his vessel has been lying dormant <laughs> in this Matt Hardy. Um, I, I, I like that. It, I, I like that it's changed. Uh, just like from the wording and stuff like that. So I'm curious to see like how far they push this and like I, I if they'll give him full creative control again. Right. I don't know about full creative control, oh. but I like the fact that they are letting him do it. The thing is, if they did, because him having full creative control over it over in TNA. That's what concerns me, man, is that WWE is going to be too hands-on with this. You know, they're going to give him a little bit of freedom, but, you know, they're going to want their hands here's, on it. And so it's like, uh, Here's what I like I about this. When the Hardys came back at WrestleMania, they got a huge pop when they came out in that uh, tag team ladder match. But also, Matt Hardy did the delete thing, and you saw 70,000 people going, delete, delete, delete. So they all knew. Like, if they were wrestling fans, which they were, and WrestleMania is a different kind of crowd than, say, if you go to one arena on one night, you know, WrestleMania is your international crowd. They all knew about the broken Matt Hardy gimmick. So, and that got over to that same Raw and SmackDown where they came out from WrestleMania. So, Matt Hardy teasing it, delete, 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 and teasing it a little bit. The fans stayed with it. People wanted it. People remembered it. I would like to see him go to SmackDown. 
Okay, him or both of them? Just him. Just him. That would uh, be I mean, I mean, I, I guess, I guess both of them. But like, I would like, I really, truly would like to see the spotlight put on. Yeah, that. and I actually think you're right. I, I feel like I, you know, in TNA, he was the guy with this yeah. broken gimmick, yeah. and so he got most of the attention. The problem on Raw is that you've got too many top guys yeah, already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not going to get the attention he needs. Yeah. I agree with TJ. You gotta that's, send him that's to SmackDown. Exactly, yeah, right. I yeah. want him to lose. I really, I really, yeah. truly believe uh, that the spotlight should be on him. Yeah. And honestly, in the championship, uh, like because he honestly, deserves I, to be there. I, I, I truly believe 2005 should have been the year that he got the uh, championship as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, his feud with Edge. Yeah, that, oh. that feud elevated both of them. Mm-hmm. And when they split. Uh, split on their uh, like Raw and SmackDown. I really think they should have been champion at one point in time. That was the perfect example of life yeah. imitating art, and and vice versa. Man, that's <laughs> that was personal. Oh, I liked watching that kind of. Oh, yeah. You never knew, man, because that came from real stuff. Yeah, and so. it was like literally. I I have two favorite angles that I, like in professional wrestling. It was Triple H and Shawn Michaels, their feud, and Matt and Edge. Okay. They they were it, I love personal feuds yeah right. personal like not just weird gimmicky feuds stuff like stuff like that they're okay but when it's personal something's real so there's an element of like realism in there it's perfect that's what I thought happened with Desert Storm and TJ so oh it did no we had a per- damn it oh, okay. I was in the middle we, of that we had we had our problems we definitely had we definitely had our problems. By the way, I'm sorry for could. super kicking you in the face. I didn't mean it. I'm going to forgive you. <laughs> I, I, I you did that to the me, Prince of Pop Stop. You kicked me in my lower region first. I did. Well, I had to get you out of that uh, that situation. Yeah. Ow. I had to get first you out off. of the situation. And then I did, I gave you a situation. You get I can't believe that wasn't a three count. Can you believe that? I I, I kept it right I down can. the middle. You know why? You were there. Because well, I was there. Because you kicked me out <laughs> And I won. At, well, <laughs> that's debatable. And, and I, 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 I was it, it was debatable for like two minutes, and then yeah, I don't think whose hand did you raise? Yeah, his hand got raised. Well, I didn't raise your hand. I actually just said your name and left. Because you're unprofessional. <laughs> I am not. I, <laughs> damn it. Hey, let's talk about Clash of Champions now. Before I dig myself, well, a let's talk about hole. me. We are talking about you. We were me. Um, Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura. That's not my name. Tag team. <laughs> Back again against <laughs> Kevin Owens and like Sami Zayn. Rand- well, yeah, I mean, he's not really cut. He's kind of letting the yeah, top he, he grow. He let it grow, yeah, but it makes him look younger. So. Do you think so? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's looking younger. I'm like, this is good. Good luck for him. Um, so they got the tag team match, and there's two special guest referees, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Both special guest referees, and if Owens and Zayn lose, they are fired. So are we gonna see like a Daniel Bryan heel turn? Like, is he gonna start siding? No, with Zayn and no, 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 no. We're gonna see a Shane McMahon heel turn. You think so? Mm-hmm. That's what we're I gonna will, see. Okay. Shane can pull why? that off. Things. Why? What would be the why? Because right now you've got two face general manager and and uh, what are you assistant to the general manager? Whatever it is, I don't even know what their roles are. But you got two faces right there on. Raw, you kind of have uh, Stephanie McMahon, and then you have a you Kurt know back and forth Kurt Angle. But Stephanie isn't even there all the time. No, but when she is there, she's technically still a heel. Still, yeah, absolutely. So you need Shane, who needs to get out of the spotlight and come back every so often as a heel. I right. believe Daniel Bryan out of the spotlight. Keywords. Th- there you go. Mm-hmm. Shane has too much spotlight. 
He was in that Survivor Series main event match. And there was uh, there, a little bit of controversy at the end of that match. Um, I don't even think we got that far on Survivor Series, but it was a big 5-1-5 match where Triple H did the pedigree. 1-2-3. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I was actually really happy, and I think a lot of people were as well, because the comparisons over the years between Bobby Roode and Triple H. Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, I was just really hoping they would hit spine bruises when both of them <laughs> So I was like, yes, awesome. I like the Too Bobby Roode. Yeah. It was in that match. I, I really like Bobby Roode. I think on SmackDown he will be given a chance to shine as well. I <laughs> I like this, his entrance. I, I like the I like the entrance. Uh, I was I was more of a Bobby Roode fan when he was with James Storm. Okay, beer money, beer money. Um, and this is not taking anything away from him because he's a fantastic competitor. I was mm-hmm. just I was more into Bobby Roode in beer money. You mean because of his character? Uh, is that hmm? like do you think his character was better? Beer money than like the glory. It was, it was just them playing off one another. It okay. just, yeah. it just, it right. just works so. It just works so well. I don't think it was so, so well. much of a gimmick or a character, except those two, like you said, TJ. Yeah. They worked off of each other, and the chemistry was just yeah, it undeniable. Was, it, it was, it was amazing. And like Bobby Roode is a fantastic performer. Yeah, fantastic. I just, I just really liked him in Beer Money. I even liked him in Team Canada. So. <laughs> well, James Storm's on the market again, so you never know. I would, I would really kill to see that. This is going to bring him straight up the uh, main roster. He came to NXT before, it didn't work out, yeah. he went back. So why not? Do bring we know him? the story on that? Like why he. Because I mean, he had Mo- like one uh, match in mo- life. Money. Uh, yeah. Money? Okay. Definitely money. Yeah. 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 It wasn't a fact of we have nothing for you, it's just the money he was making yeah. for the work he was doing and the fact that he was handcuffed to only doing yeah. WWE stuff. I agree. Shoot him up to the top, man. Mm. To the top roster. He deserves yeah, it. Don't, he don't, waste, it. don't waste time in NXT. People would pop for that. Yeah. yeah, people would definitely Royal pop Rumble, yeah. and give and they give them another tag team. There needs to be more tag teams. Yeah, SmackDown, <laughs> SmackDown and Raw need more tag teams. I agree. I mean, you got tag titles on both shows. You need some more legitimate teams. And I don't want Shelton and Gable as a tag team. Why? And they're awesome, but I I want Shelton in that main event picture. I think he'll I, get there. I, I think I they want, couldn't bring him back initially to I, do that by himself. I I. You see how much him. he's gotten I, I jacked th- up over the years. Yes, I think I, he, I think that was the plan originally, though, to bring him back. At well, singles. it was the first time. Yeah, the first time. Until he and then he got hurt. Right. So, so and is and he then, a liability? Can they put him in that main event spot, or do well, they I think they, he might get hurt? Could. I mean, he, they, they anybody can get hurt. I go. Yeah, and he's not hurt anymore. It's done. It's yeah. fixed. Well, I think that the problem. I mean, what what has he done to? Because even like when he left, he wasn't the first time he was gone. He wasn't in a main event picture so i think he has to build up yeah, he needs more of a character on his own too, right like a gimmick because right now he, he, was a, he was the gold standard he was the gold standard yeah. he could be that again right he they could have just back. built him as that wrestling machine like kurt sure or like jason jordan yeah. <clears throat> but how is he on the uh, on the mic though Sheldon. not fantastic right. yeah no mouthpiece come on mouthpiece great right. anybody can have give a him, mouthpiece give, give him paul give him paul yeah, he'd probably do well with Paul. Maybe. Paul doesn't... I mean, just because you're with Paul doesn't always guarantee success. Curtis Axel, for example. Well, but. yeah. But it also depends on the if the machine gets behind him, too. The yeah. machine's got to get behind you. Right. Speaking of, you just mentioned Jason Jordan. Yes, I did. What do you guys think about I like Jason Jordan. Jordan? I like Jason Jordan. I actually th- I think, I don't I think like, he's I don't, on the verge of getting over. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't, like Jason Jordan... 
But I, I'm not sure where this is all going. I That's like the it. thing. I, I don't, I don't like it at all. Uh, I mean, like, hey, they, they know better than I do. I'm just, what, what do you guys say? Like, you're not right. You're not wrong. You're just, just, just fans. Just fans. Yeah. That's what we and said. Speaking as a fan, I don't like the angle, and well, I really think they put him in a tough spot doing that. Yeah. No one was going. You be can't behind. fill those shoes. But How do you do that? I don't. It's, it's not even filling the shoes. It's the father-son angle. Mm. I mean, that angle is whack. And they put, them putting him in that position really killed whatever they could have built with him. But here's the thing. He went from not getting any reactions to now he's actually starting to get booze. So it's not a reaction they're supposed to be getting, right? Because he's supposed to be a face. But he is starting to get a reaction. And I feel like a heel turn has to be coming for him as he continues to be slighted and mm-hmm. stuff and his father his father not really helping him out you know so he can go though oh he, I, can, he go. can go he can so he can uh, work his ass a heel jason jordan when people are already hating on him I, I feel like he might get over with that i don't know I, and i liked his in-ring work you know recently uh against roman against john cena even mm-hmm. I mean, yeah because his in-ring work is fantastic it is, and, and I think I hope Jason Jordan gets something different to do so that he mm. can get over. But I like the I know what you're saying, Big Ugly. Like he, I'm through. waiting for the DNA test. <laughs> another. That's just another storyline. I still think they broke up American Alpha too soon. Oh, but, they should have never like, been broken. Yeah, up. I, me personally, that's where I would still have them right now. Is American them Alpha. Them versus, uh, oh god, the, the Shield, re- the New Day, the Revival. Yeah, he's talking them about Revival. versus the Revival. Their series of matches. Yeah. Cause that should. All right, what happened to revival? Dash Where they been? They, they're hurt. Yeah, again, one of both of them. Again. Yeah, one was hurt. Yeah. Then the other one. Was yeah, hurt the bald one with the beard is hurt, but he's about to come back. So, because I, I love the revival. Yeah. I mean, that just that. Just, Say yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, it, and I mean, imagine American Alpha with you know where the tag team divisions are right now. Could be putting on some great matches. Mm-hmm. They they broke them up too soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they'll get him back. Maybe one day. Maybe when Shelton but, goes out on his own. But they gotta they gotta get they gotta be on the same roster now. I mean, they didn't took Jason Jordan over to Raw, so. So we'll see. can it just be can it just be two thousand two two thousand three again? It could be in, in, in WWE. That'd be great. <laughs> Let's see. Usos versus the New Day versus Shelton Benjamin versus and Gable versus Rusev and Aiden English. That's for uh, the tag team championship tonight. Fatal four-way tag team. Oh, match. okay. So that could be interesting. That one actually could steal the show, because you got Charlotte Flair versus Natalia, which could be a good workable match. I'm calling a cash-in tonight. I'm calling Carmella. I'm calling a cash-in. It's about time they've they've let that go enough to where you know she has it, but you don't remember that she has it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like she's not coming out. She hasn't been teasing it every night, right? Like Baron yeah. Corbin was, and then he pissed off the wrong person, and then they just. Took it away from him. Yeah, man. That, <laughs> what happened? That sucked, man. So Baron Corbin was the money in the bank, right? From and from what I read with the so-called dirt sheets or whatever, politically he he did made the wrong move, pissed off somebody backstage, and they said, you know what, we're not pushing you with this. We're gonna have you lose it and make you look like a chump. Because they really did, and then they took him away for a couple weeks, and then he changed his music, they changed it a little bit, and then now he's back doing his thing. Because he's the U.S. champion, right? But right. he's but he's not near that title picture like no, he would have been. Not the, that title picture, right, no. Yeah. Because he was teasing AJ Styles, he was teasing teasing uh, gender, you know. Right. But now, no. he's kind of I, I would say mid card, but U.S. title, IC title, workhorse titles. Absolutely. My favorite titles. Intercontinental my favorite Championship. Matches. My favorite title. Let's talk about that for a second. 
that one kind of fell by the wayside for a while, in my opinion. There was not enough focus on the matches and, mm-hmm. and then being that second guy. Like, the Intercontinental Champion, when I grew up, mm-hmm. back in my day, I, that was the guy. Like, there was Hulk Hogan, who was the champion, or Randy Savage, who was the champion. Whoever was the Intercontinental Champion, whether it be Randy Savage, Ravishing Rick Rude, Ultimate Warrior, that was the next guy. Mm-hmm. And then, normally, one out of three of those guys would come up. Like, Ultimate Warrior became the guy. You know what I mean? So... Does that title mean more now because of the people that have had it? Miz, Roman Reigns, and the matches of quality that they're having? Hey, Dean Ambrose had some good matches. And Ambrose, thank you, I'm sorry. He had some good matches, Intercontinental Champion. He did. I don't think they... I think his second run, they could have definitely done more. Mm -hmm. I mean, he held, held it for a good couple months, but like they just... They kept they kept him in the main event scene, yeah. not doing anything with the title. And I, right. I'm like, if he has that, let him do stuff with that title. Gotta use the title. Yeah. And gotta when make it... When he did defend it, they were, they were pretty damn good matches. I agree. But um, Miz has really like made it a point to bring that championship back up. Yeah. And he mentioned it every time, but he mentioned it like legit. Like, yeah. I'm going to make this title, this title means something. Mm-hmm. And he would always say the history of the title, mm-hmm. all these people that had it. Yeah, it, it, it all depends on like what like what you do with it next, like uh, the next person. Like, what, what are you going to do with it now? Like, this person brought it back up to this standard. Now it's your job to either keep it there or raise it. Absolutely. And, like, for that, that goes the same for the U.S. title as well. Like, John, when John Cena had it, and kept doing those weekly open challenges. challenges. Open challenges. That, that title meant everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And meant more I than wish the main title. He, I, yeah. I wish he held it a little bit longer. Heck, yeah. And just kept putting on some amazing matches right there. And uh, the Intercontinental Championship as well. And the fact that he was, in fact, misses a heel and just rubbing people's faces and mm-hmm. he has his title. It means the world. So all, all that stuff. I mean, like, it's, it, I think those, it, they brought it back up. Um, U.S. title, I'm not sure now. Like, after Maybe. John Cena, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I apologize. I'm watching. Yeah. Like, this. No one cares. Yeah, Steelers. Steelers and Patriots, man. This is a good Did, game, man. I, I tell you, the, the New England Patriots just scored a touchdown at, at the last minute of the, the fourth quarter. Yeah, and Patriot now Pittsburgh. De- Patriots defense just blew that. Patriots defense <laughs> just blew it because now Pittsburgh is on a drive with 34 seconds left. And they are in field goal range, so they can tie the game and go into overtime, but they or can still they win can it. score. Look at that. Win. Short pass over the middle and just run. There's no tackling. Man. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. It's, NFL yeah. picture, watch it, do it. Um, Big Ugly, let yeah. me get your uh, thoughts on, first, the Intercontinental title. Do you agree with TJ? Um, you know, it, it's it's the, the person bringing up the title. Um, and uh, the quality of matches. And then I have another question for you. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree. Um, You know, everything TJ said, especially, you know, concerning like John Cena and the U.S. title, um, because, yeah, not everybody that you put the title on, it doesn't that. I mean, if you look at the title on Baron Corbin right now. Honestly forgot that he was the U.S. champion until I just read this. And that's not good, right? No. that's That's not a good thing. So, yeah. I actually liked Kevin Owens' run as the U.S. champion, being the face of America. That was actually pretty good. I enjoyed that. I don't know if I... My, my favorite U.S. champion was Eddie Guerrero. Ah, there you go. The first... I, it still holds to this day. The best United States championship match ever mm-hmm. like was him and Chris Benoit. When they yeah. brought the title uh, to WWE. It's hands down the best U.S. title match. 
That is a good watch. It on the network right that, now. That is that is. <laughs> if I had to say, probably my all time favorite match. That's a, like, or at least in the top five. Man, I, I miss Eddie Guerrero. I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm watching some old WWE stuff. Man, he was just so, so good. So good. <laughs> Everything so he did. Good. Uh, da, 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 Baron Corbin U.S. title against Bobby Roode against Dolph Ziggler. I really enjoyed what Dolph Ziggler was doing recently when he was actually impersonating all of the other like entrances. I thought that was fun. When he impersonated Naomi. That was, that was great. He did that one? I didn't even see that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he impersonated oh, the Ultimate Warrior, too. And uh, that oh, was, I was like, ooh. That is a... <laughs> like, yeah. That Ultimate Warrior is my favorite. I'm a little partial on that. And oh, what, oh, I never would have guessed. You know, Yeah, you would never would have guessed. Never guessed. I'll have to show you the picture. I have it. Um, me with him when I went to meet him uh, WrestleMania a couple years ago, uh, before he came back. Um, so AJ Styles, Jinder Mahal with the Singh brothers. They did a little thing with the Singh. Um, yeah, with the Singh. With uh, <laughs> the Singh like turning on AJ, but then the Singh coming back to TJ. Uh, or sorry, Jinder, TJ. I'm looking right at you. Um, but AJ versus Jinder for the title. Then Heath Ledger comes back. And Heath Ledger <laughs> comes back. Um, does anybody? Uh, I mean, I have a slight interest in this because I would just like to see how this heads into the Royal Rumble. Because I would like to see AJ in the Royal Rumble, not as a surprise, but as a participant this time. Like, full-out participant. I think he's a guy that could go 30 or 40 minutes or maybe even an hour in the Royal Rumble. But would they risk that because he's one well, of the here, top guys? Here's, here's the thing. Now, I'm torn in it because if Jinder were, uh, was to lose the title or whatever, I'd actually prefer it be tonight. Yeah, I like two AJ. AJ takes it all the way to Mania. AJ has the title. AJ has the title right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm saying okay. like, if he won it tonight, he didn't oh, win see. it. In, he didn't win it in uh, oh, England. He won it tonight. I see. Yeah. Okay. So that would have been Mania. And here's what I'm saying. Uh, going back to the Royal Rumble thing, of uh, who I think should win. Ah. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Ah. Uh, Nakamura Styles WWE Championship WrestleMania. Rock on. That I can dig. And then this this little leads into the Big Ugly's point of Shinsuke Nakamura. He's kind of being overused and not used enough as that spectacle, as that special attraction, which I think that's what he could be. Because okay. um, he's on every SmackDown, pretty much. And he's in all the matches, all these all the pay-per-views. Yeah. It's overusage, I think. I think that him, Shinsuke, Brock, and Asuka should be used sparingly like oh, yeah. just wisely yeah oh yeah um just because of the way that they've been built you know as like these unstoppable forces yeah. but when you expose them too much it does nothing for them it mm-hmm. doesn't do good yeah uh, they're doing it okay with brock because he's in and out so i think yeah, they the only they, one they're doing they that execute with. with brock yeah it's brock's, the other ones right brock's contract's up soon does he resign does he do this for Probably. another three years oh absolutely, yeah, I think so. absolutely. this is too it's, sweet it's, of a gig it's, it's to give easy up. money for him <laughs> How, how could he not? You know, What's I just, I, I, just I, I just wish it wasn't like he didn't have the title on him. Has he lost some of his alert? Yeah, I mean allure. because he's had so many people beating up on him. Uh, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman. I, I mean, mean, he's and uh, he's, to be fair, they've been good matches. No, they have uh, been I mean, good matches. Samoa Joe one could have gone longer. The hands down could have gone longer, and I think the way they built uh, Joe up. I think Joe should have been the guy to beat him. Yeah. Or Strowman. Like, one, one of the two. 
Um, I don't think that Strowman match should have. Sh- that Strowman match should not have happened if the intention was to do what they did. Yeah, with just that one F five and then Strowman's out. Like, yeah, that, that Strowman match, this, was that match made should to be happened, so man. much stronger yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah. It's, but here's happen. the thing: he's already been beaten by Reigns. He was already beaten by Reigns, and I think that should have never happened with a guy. True, to beat is that the measuring stick right now? Like, if you've been beaten by Reigns, you're not going to get pushed. Oh, I'm I'm not going to say all that, but I'm just I'm just saying that the it's way hard that they to build do though Braun, to come back. It should have been Bro- it should have been Brock to be the guy that put him down, not not Roman. Was that an interception in the end? It was an interception while I was trying to see if a flag was thrown. Sorry, guys. No, but that's yeah, all right. We, uh, <laughs> I don't even know why I'm so interested in yeah. that. So Pittsburgh actually this had a, a touchdown. Game. It was under review. They 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 took back the touchdown and then because screw Pittsburgh. Right. <laughs> and then they had an interception in the end zone, which theoretically uh, the game is over now. So Roethlisberger throwing pass. There it is. Think. It's tipped. Got it. And intercepted. Yeah. Game over. Yeah, but I think that um, I think that uh, with with Lesnar, like you said, listen, Lesnar may have lost the um, that aura about him where he when they first had him dominating everybody, he first beat John Cena with those suplexes, and he was just dominating everybody. But here's the thing, I like stop announcing him. And I uh, who stop like stop uh, Brock Lesnar's gonna appear next week. Stop announcing him. I like that. You mean never, just show never, up as a show us. But here's okay. the thing. Here's that's the, the old, uh, that's the old crap moment. Like, like oh shoot, yeah. right. But here's the thing I like about Lesnar. He might be taking a beating now, but he's still coming out winning. So it's a bit of a change. It's like, well, he's not I'm just completely two, dominating. Only two people have been putting a beating on him. Well, that's the thing. But it's been very recent and very yeah. close together. Right. So and then you got Goldberg. So yeah, Goldberg, Strowman. <laughs> All right, define beating on him. <laughs> Goldberg beat him, not yeah. beat him up. Yeah, well, that's true. Um. I, I, I still say that was an awesome run, though. I was still really interested in watching that. Um, so Brock Lesnar now has changed. He's not the dominating beast. He is a workhorse. He has gotten in there and taken and gotten his ass beat and put over these other guys that he's been working with. Yeah. And he's been, you know, winning, having losing, longer matches. Longer matches. Because right. even the AJ match was... He's I been think, putting I work. Think, um, be honest here, I think that AJ match went longer than it should have. Think so? Yeah. So you think he should have? You think that match should have just been like almost I like think, a squash? I, th- like, I think. Take him to Suplex City. I think the AJ time and the Samoa Joe time should have been switched. Hmm. Hmm. And that's not taking anything away from AJ. However, Brock is a freaking monster and right. <laughs> would eat anybody that like of that size. Wait, should. wasn't the Joe match a triple threat? Or was that one on one? It was one on one. No, it was one on one. Okay, all right. Okay. And like he was kick, he was kicking his ass. Until he slipped in the F five and that was it. Yeah, that was the thing. One F yeah. five is apparently the yeah. protected move that beats you. All. Like I don't believe that. By yeah. the way, that was a great balls yeah, of fire. Not, not on Braun Strowman. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? <laughs> See, that's the thing. One F five. I don't. I believe it's a dominating move. But I've seen people kicked out of the F five. John Cena's kicked out of the F five. The Rock's kicked out of Triple H. Just kicked out of the F five. CM Punk is kicked out of the F five. Like there's this. It's not as. I think that's why they were trying to build it back up to being that one and done. And, and that's another thing with finishers, and that's I, I don't know if we've had that conversation with you before, TJ. Like protected finishers, and Dirty Deeds is still protected. The only person I think that kicked out was John Cena. Rand, the RKO is pretty protected. They do protect the uh, dirty and it is deeds. now good, yeah. good RKO. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I mean, RKO has become one of those movies. It's like crossed over into like mainstream. So yeah. they're definitely going to protect it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this. And then and this is how we're going to. I know we've been going for a while. And you've got other things going on, TJ. I, we've got other things. Oh, no. We need uh, to talk about me. Well, we are going to talk about <laughs> you. This is how we're going to wrap it up. I'm selfish. Because. Wrap it up. You want to wrap me up? They didn't, ri- they didn't wrap Ric Flair up back in the 80s. You're not going to wrap me up, brother. They didn't wrap Ric Flair up on his Hall of Fame speech either. That's why he went 90 minutes. I was there. Because he can go 90 I minutes. I was there. Triple H was standing there the whole time just like, okay, we're not wrapping him up. Um, all right. Look, this is this is good. Um, we've had a great podcast. This is how I want to wrap this up. By the way, uh, I want to talk about you, TJ. I want to talk about finishers. All about me. All about you. All about me. But I want to also say that NXT War Games, when they had the reinvention of the War Games match... That was really interesting. I was mad. Why? There was no top. That's one thing I was going to no say. There, it's it's a games. double cage, double ring. You know, we got two, three teams of three, which was kind of great. They had the shark cages, and they were letting them out of shark cages at intermittent times. Nope. But there was no top nope. on it. So technically, so, it wasn't a war game match. So it's supposed to look like a hell in a cell, yeah. essentially. Two hell in yep. a cell. Right. You know no what top. I really want? I really want, and they're never going to do it. Scaffold match? No, no. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I really would love to see that. And then, wasn't that the uh, match that uh, Jim Cornette broke his foot on? Like, yes. Falling, yeah. <laughs> um, he sure did, because he was dangling off that thing and he didn't know how to take the fall off. Yeah. Ugh, that was brutal. Yep. Um, do you remember uh, Ready to Rumble? I do. Oh, the, the triple three, cage. The triple cage. The triple cage. Oh, man. yeah. I uh, would love to see They that. did it once in WCW. Canyon took the fall. Who, yeah. who better than Canyon? Who? Everyone. Um, I, I didn't know they actually did that match. I thought they it was just did. for a movie. Oh, yeah. shoot. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> and David Arquette did a heel turn on Diamond Dallas Page and let Jeff Jarrett win the title. Um, David Arquette was the world champion. Yes, he was. There's a whole podcast uh, about that, actually. Did uh, you do a whole podcast about David Arquette? Not no, without no, me? Not us. Yeah, without me? <laughs> Something to wrestle with Bruce Prichard. Okay. Um, they so, did a podcast on that one? Yeah, they did. Because they talked about Ready to Rumble. They talked about the movie. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's movie. good podcast, actually. Um, so let's finish this up by talking about TJ. Um, got all kinds of independent we wrestling. We about finishers. I just want to say something about finishers. Speaking of the most unprotected finisher ever, the Super Kit, your thoughts. D- thank you. That's exactly where I was Mine going, was actually. protected. <laughs> I was very protected. Wait a minute. <laughs> it was very protected. Beg to differ. Your Super Kick was... For, I felt it, first of all. It put me out, because I'm a ring announcer. That's what I do. But... I've seen, I've seen, Corey Bush didn't take one, two, three, he took four super kicks and had to put him down, but he's 400 pounds, so that's what happens. Desert Storm took a few, took a lot, actually. He, he, yeah, and each time he was put down, except for one, except for one, okay, one. Several super kicks. Now, is that just the the caliber of the opponent? Caliber of the opponent, caliber of the, like, the match, the build, like, where we were at. With Corey Bush, it was it, it was what the uh, biggest match in EWA history. Mm-hmm. Champion versus champion, champion versus title champion, for title. title. Corey's never been oh, was never be, been beaten at that point in time. Right, never pinned or anything. So of course, that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But also, I kicked out of his protected splash. Remember that? You did. Yes, and he was running through people with that for two years. Mm-hmm. So I think the finisher should be kicked out of at. A special point, right? So, because all throughout, you you see, see me do that kick a hundred thousand thousand times, yeah. and only Storm and uh, Bush kicked out. Okay, so in that sense, it's still protected. Still protected, but the thing is, I've kind of moved away from the super kick. 
because and reason 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 is just how many people are doing it now and it that's, just and that's where I was going. It's exactly and where I'm I like, thought I tried, you were going. I tried. I really tried hanging on to it because it was just like I loved it so much and maybe maybe I'll go back to it and protect think, it again. But it's just they're just just killing it. I mean, well, it's just killing it. I mean, it's one of those moves that like when you see somebody use as a finisher yourself, you know, Shawn Michaels, of mm-hmm. course, like. It's a move that it looks so clean, and it looks like, damn, that would knock somebody out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You getting kicked in the face like that, you're done. And yet, everybody is just using it these days as like a high spot. And it's like, dude, this is a finishing move. You know what I'm saying? It's like the DDT. Super kick mm-hmm. party. Right. Young Bucks. I mean, now, do you do you still use it as a mid-match, sort of as a high spot, sort of as something to no, if it's not a, get you? If it's, not, if it's not my finish, I'm not going to use it. So you've completely, yeah. at least for now, eliminated I mean, it. I'm not going to lie. I, I get the itch. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I, I do. I've like, been using that kick uh, for years. For years. And, but it's the suit, it's so special to me It's like um, that I'm not going to use it unless it's the finish. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's even more protecting now if you stop, if you get away from it mm-hmm. for a while. Then if mm-hmm. you actually do break it out, you know that it means something. Mm-hmm. And they know that it means something, the mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your finisher? What are you What are you leaning towards? I've been, I've, I, it's been going back and forth different through different things, honestly. I have a, I have a DDT thing that I use. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Using DDT, as, I have a submission. Uh, just been trying out different things just to see what fits, really, but... Uh, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to it because I mean I always I do it's not just you. it's not just a DDT. I, it, it's a uh, it's, it's like a leg sweep DDT. Hook him for a suplex, leg sweep, just trap. DDT Is that something that you, you can do to almost anybody? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Even that. if they're bigger. Yeah. In stature. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's micro lay down. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, and, and that's talking about you. I mean, protecting a finish, All I think that's me. a that's a big deal in this mm-hmm. business because, I mean, go, going back to WrestleMania, whichever one, Rock and Cena, actually both of them. Mm-hmm. So, Rock Bottom and Attitude Adjustment mm-hmm. kicked out of four or five times each in the match. Mm-hmm. So, the finish wasn't actually a finish. It was just the fourth or fifth time that one of them hit one of these moves. Mm-hmm. And that's all you saw, but and, and this was once in a lifetime, twice in a lifetime, whatever you see, and all you see is their signature moves and their finishers, but nothing sticks. Mm-hmm. So now I believe a protected finish is even stronger in a match telling a story, which it makes sense. So if it, it hits it, nine out of ten times you know it's over. But I'm also a fan of the false finish. I do like the fact that if somebody hits their finish and you think it's over, there's a kick out. There is a certain that's, amount that's of... A, that's a... I see a mania match type yeah type feel to it. I don't want to see that happen all the time though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I just oh, want yeah. to see it happen in certain situations and with it, certain types it, of it mean it, it means so it, like going back to me and Corey Bush. Yes. It means so much because of both of our finishes at that point in time were very protected. Mm-hmm. No one kicked out of that splash. No one kicked out of that super kick. So when I hit that super kick, everyone in the arenas one Two and that last minute kick out, everyone just lost their minds. Mm-hmm. Same with the splash. When I kicked out of the splash, lost their minds mm-hmm. to that to the to the finish. So like it me it adds to the match. It means so much more. It builds yeah, so drama. much emotion and, yeah. and drama. Yeah. Like that's why finishers should be protected like that. That's why right. 
I would I would go crazy if you were uh, if you remember sometimes like if someone used a super kick uh, over at EWA mm-hmm. and I didn't know and I and they would just use it just as a as a thing I'd flip out I know <laughs> I would well that's what I'm saying when you out. were when you were top guy you know yeah. there and your your finish is a super kick yeah. that's I didn't want to see and as the ring announcer I actually saw it out there yeah. with every match I didn't want to see anybody else using a super kick in mm. a match at all because if X or Y uses it in the second or third match as a mid-match, you know, heat spot, high spot, mm. whatever you want to call it. If you're trying to use it in segment eight as a finisher, as a main event, it doesn't mean as much. I, I, did, I did love the, uh, like, I got to a point where the fact that, like, people would say no super kicks uh, in the match except for DJ. <laughs> well, that would be part and, of the, uh, yeah, during the uh, locker room meeting. During meetings. the locker room meeting. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's no a little behind the curtain DJ. stuff right yeah, there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I, I actually, lo- I love that feel just because of the fact that. It's kind of a cool thing because like almost everyone knows TJ Sykes does the super kick. Yeah, and it's it's just that's just so cool to me. And that's the thing you rebuilding and rebranding yeah. yourself. I mean, that's good to reinvent yourself, you know, as you go along because mm-hmm. it keeps you fresh mm-hmm. and it keeps the fans that are watching you. Like I ain't gonna lie, get that itch, man. That that right foot just starts twitching and just just, just hey, back up. That, that security <laughs> is here. Okay, yeah. Yeah. we're still gonna do this to me. Security is still here. I'm not gonna like have them escort you out or anything like that, but I want to make sure I don't get a foot in my face. Um, but anyway, look, it's been a great podcast. This has been a great way to close out the year. I did say it online that we were gonna have a super huge guest on the podcast. We were right, big ugly. We had the Red Prince himself, TJ mm-hmm. Sykes. Yes, yes. Um, I do appreciate you. We appreciate you coming on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, taking time out of your busy schedule. My my busy schedule. Can that's right. Uh, can you please tell the Dirty Ugly Wrist listeners where to find you on social media? You can find me everywhere, but before I get to that, oh, before I get to that, really, really quick, I want to touch on, uh, I want to throw a shout out to Apex Pro Wrestling over in the UK oh. for ha- for having me, and I'll be back again in, in April. Also, Win Wrestling over there. I have my eye on someone over there. Mm. Oh, you did? Oh, I have, I have my eye on somebody. Their champion, Mr... Uh. <clears throat> Mr. Ross. Mr. Ross. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, if you give me like two. two oh, seconds. you're you're trying to pull yeah, it up yeah, on keep, your keep, yeah, keep, Google keep plug, machine. Keep plugging. Something I'm gonna right vamp here. right yeah, now. Yeah, keep, uh, Big ugly. While he's taking that up, and uh, you know, this has been a great podcast, and we've been going for a year and a half strong. Thank you. Yeah, man. A year and a half strong, man. Thank it's you. Been a, this it's this been is our fortieth episode to close out the year. Man, and that's like me. I'm forty. So yeah, yeah, ain't, ain't nobody tell you put that out there. But I know, but I mean, so. I said I'm over the hill, but you know, it's all right. But we're going to be coming back strong in 2018, Big Ugly. Uh, we're going to have more guests. We're going to go to the Mansion 1.0, the Mansion 2.0, where we will invite TJ, I'm sure. Yes. Good, good. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different things, including leading up to and the Royal Rumble, NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Mr. Ross Lee! Mr. Mr. Ross Lee. Ross Lee. Win wins heavyweight champion. I have my eye on you, my friend. And when I come back in April, trust me that the Red Prince is going to make his mark. And the mark is going to be right on the side of your face. And I'm taking that championship back with me to Charm City, my friend. So are you saying he, you're going to use the super kick on him when you go over overseas? Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> he said Mark on the side of the face. Don't talk to me like that, Mark. Oh, my goodness. Hey, watch your, watch your Christmas movies. Watch Home Alone. And Home Alone 2. And uh, Big Ugly, what do you have to close out this year for oh, us? Oh, man, we just want to wish Talking about TJ. <laughs> Keep talking about me. That's what we and do. And where to find yeah, me. Well, here you go. We want to wish everybody a red Merry Christmas. Red? Yeah. 
Good God, it's woo. <laughs> a red Merry Christmas yeah. and a Prince of Pop style New Year. No. Merry there Christmas, you filthy animals, and a happy New Year. That's right. And uh, thank you so much for listening and following, subscribing, commenting, emailing. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Yeah, me too. The Twitter. And, and oh, please oh, plug yourself. I'm trying. Where do they find you? You said everywhere. Oh, everywhere. On Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all over, all the same tag, Red Prince Sykes on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the above, and Snapchat, Red Prince Sykes. Watch out for the purge. There you go. Because it's going it's to happen. It's coming. So it's happening. Right we now. are going to... I'm going to keep rambling. Why? Well, no, I'm we're like going to close talk. this out. I like to talk. No, I this know. is not going to be a clean finish. No, this is going to <laughs> be a dusty finish, baby. It's going to be a dusty finish. You think you're going to go home. You're not wrapping me up, baby. I like that. He used all the wrestling terminology yeah. and pulled the dusty voice at the same time. Um, support independent wrestling. That's all I got to say. Support them all. Get out there. Buy tickets. Buy merchandise. Because these people need to eat, too. You know what I'm saying? Um... Thank you we very have, much. We have, we're starving over here, baby. <laughs> that, we're, we're falling on hard times. Hard times. When the, the factory workers been working on the job for 25 years, and they get fired, they get kicked out, and they get a watch, and they say, listen here, daddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to keep We're going to do this, and we're going to cut them off. Three, two, listen one. Deuces. deuces. Baby. <laughs> <laughs>